You're listening to RazRadioLive.com, home of uh, uh, the first 62, uh, uh, In Focus with Shifty, and uh, uh, In the Ladies' Room, and uh, uh, what the hell, yes, LRWS, and a bunch of other fine programming. Uh, make sure you donate. Uh, uh, okay, what's that again? RazRadioLive.com Yes, uh, thank you. Uh, yeah. If at first you don't succeed, keep on sucking until you do succeed. RazRadioLive.com With retards. She's got some bad habits. She fucks like a jackrabbit. She needs it like a crack addict. Yo, she needs that dirty money. A girl like you makes a good first impression Red hair, sharp attitude, not to mention Doesn't keep a man to the jealous obsession Doesn't keep a job cause she gets what she needs And only when she wants something Daddy doesn't know what daddy doesn't see And that's a good thing, tonight she'll be coming home with me She's got some bad habits She fucks like a jackrabbit She needs it like a crack addict Yo, she needs that dirty money She's got some bad habits she needs it like a crack addict. Yo, she needs that dirty money. Her dad was a drunk while her mom read the Bible. Growing up, she was told sex was suicidal. Confused and alone, she prayed for survival till she partied and played and she rode motorcycles. And so we with the beer. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll unstoppable. And she got wrapped around a stripper pole. Dirty money coming in, she's out of control. A life on the highway, she might lose her soul. She's got some bad habits. She does what she wants to scrape the father and mother Things got so out of hand They form lives, taking numbers She continued along Down a path of destruction Where did it go wrong To cause this family dysfunction All night clubbing Parties after hours Light body rubbing Now she's naked in the shower No more hopes and dreams Of hubby and a singer Now she's like a wet towel That can look through the ringer Got a first hat at the age of 15 Had a first date at the age of 16 Escaped the first rape at the age of 18 But didn't tell her mom till she was 23 It was hard to hold out she took it out on her knees She sold out Penthouse magazine But now she blows out all the lights on the scene Cause this is how she pays back the machine
Brad Friedman for bradblog.com. You're listening to the first 52, God Only Knows Why.
I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. That's right. That's what we try to bring you every night, every Saturday night here on the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. We try to bring you some truth. We try to bring you some information you might know. I want to welcome you to the show. It's Saturday, July 6, 905. And this is the first 52 coming to you straight from FEMA Region 4 in Southwest Florida. Lexicon Studios, baby. I'm excited for tonight. We're going to have a good show tonight. Um, we've got Bob Tuscan, one of my favorite guests to have on board. Uh, always a full of information, always got a lot to talk about. And another thing that makes me extremely excited about this evening is something we don't get very often, is the four-toted one right in studio. You there, brother? Uh, oh, oh, you got to turn that microphone on. You're in studio. You don't, <laughs> I'll control the mic over here. Uh-oh, uh-oh. We might be uh, having a little technical issues with the four-toted one. <laughs> and we know how much he loves technical issues. Oh, it's oh, my it's side. on your end. Uh-oh. It's my, it's my cheap cable. You got it going now? Well, we'll see what happens. There we go. So we went through all the tests and everything. I had no problems. Yeah, I know. It's the cheap cable I got You're here. the test man. We got to test and test and test. I was getting mad. <laughs> so, of course, the four-toted one is sitting to my right. Four-toted. Four-toted one. And... and we're missing somebody from the studio at this given moment. I don't know where she yeah, might be. But there's somebody sitting in her seat. <laughs> I won't say what I was thinking of saying. Because <laughs> I'm sure you can guess exactly what it was. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. Lexi will be out with us soon, hopefully. She decided to take a last-minute shower, so she'll be joining us in the, in, the, in the near future. So we'll get her on board. I'd like to thank um, Scott from St. Louis for his warm-up with Guilty, and, uh, Guilty by Association today. And of course, we cannot, cannot forget our status friend, Shifty. Oh, yeah, they're all statist. <laughs> Love you to death, brother, but uh, you can't always rely on the state to take care of your problems. Well, they will, until, until they don't. They'll try to, yeah. And then they'll be like, why? Why did this happen? <laughs> why didn't I listen to the crazy ones? Right, because, right exactly, because <laughs> you didn't listen to the rest of the show. Yeah. Listen to the rest of the station, you mean? Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's okay. You know, we still love you, but, uh, yeah, Edward Snowden, not a traitor. Uh, traitor. Uh, traitor, thank you. The uh, reason I say that is he revealed that the U.S. government is spying on the citizens of this country. And others. And uh, Well, I want to start with the citizens of this country. So right then and there, he revealed that the state that you guys are so talking about, the state, um, has, has gone against us. It's betrayed us. It's gone treasonous to us. So for him to go to another country and reveal that that state is doing wrong things to other states is not going against us. It's going against a state that's already gone against us. So how can he be treasonous to us? the people that really matter those ones in dc don't matter they're not the ones that are getting affected by this they're not the ones that are getting spied on that are getting thrown in jail they're not the ones we are the civilians of this country yeah the, the state, citizens of this country the state is just embarrassed yeah exactly that's why they want them dead that's why they want them captured that's why they just want to shut them up because they're getting embarrassed because all their bullshit is coming out so you got to realize that 
And until you realize that, you won't understand what we're talking about. Agreed, Dave? Definitely. Yeah, so I just had to get that one out because <laughs> even though I love I love the show they put on, I think they put on a great show. It's yeah. very entertaining. Um, but when I heard that tonight, um, I had to I had to say something about it. <laughs> I had to. So yeah, keep stick to the entertainment, man, guys. That's what you do best. Yeah, don't go political, please. <laughs> you just kind of mess it all up when you get political. Because we will shoot you down left and right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, us crazy guys. It was very difficult for me to not to call in. Actually, yeah. you're lucky that I was here at Sean's house. And not at home. Right, not at home. Because I would have called in. Like I did on the 4th of July and told you about Bitcoin and, and boat anchored your show. <laughs> well, you're good at that, Dave. We know you're good at boat anchoring most shows. I mean, I you're, you're obviously part of this show. <laughs> so there's no boat anchoring of this one. Although sometimes you actually it's do. It's already at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't get any, any deeper than we are, can you? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Like I said, I'm excited to have Bob Tuscan on. Uh, he is always... A wealth of information and a lot of fun to have on. Um, he's one of those crazy guys that still knows how to have fun. Um, and, and that's part of what we do here at the First 52 is, yes, we try to inform you. Um, we try to educate you. And sometimes we get mad. But on the other side, we still want to still wanna be humans. We still want to interact and have fun. And we can do that talking about these things. And we do it all the time. So this, this stuff doesn't always have to be doom and gloom and, and death and, and worry about this and worry about that, even though it is. I, we, I, li- I like to get high in the, in the 11th hour. In the 11th hour? And that's when everything becomes fun. <laughs> well, you know, we, we've, we've adjusted the show a little bit, and we do two hours of semi-serious or serious-serious, and then we uh, have decided that we're going to loosen up in the third hour. I don't think we decided. I think it just happened. Yeah, it kind of did just happen. Well, usually we're, we all got enough going on in our brains that uh, by just, that point in time. I'm just happy to say that there are, there is no, um, there are no hard drinks here today. <laughs> yeah, no scotch involved this right. week. <laughs> this, I'll, I'll remember the show. Well, that's a good... Yeah, you still haven't even listened to the last one. I'm embarrassed. I don't want to listen to it. <laughs> Although I will eventually. I just... Uh, not, not today. Not, not uh, soon. Anyway, move on. <laughs> and when you listen to it, finally, you will be embarrassed. Yeah. Well, where should we start tonight, Dave? Uh, let's start with, um, let, since we spent a lot of time today, we should have just put mics up in the studio, in the in the uh, house today and recorded Dave and I, because him and I are a constant show when we're together. Yeah. Uh, we had a lot of discussion today about Hasting. Uh, we, I, I still... Actually, it started last night, because, you know, I, I still have, you know, you, you, you were on this, well... You start on the script of there was an explosive that blew the car up, and I have already gone over the fact that I, you know I've burned cars. Um, I know how fast they go on fire, right, right? Using an accelerant, and you know I've seen, you know I've personally seen accidents where the, the uh, engine has you know skipped down the block a little bit. So your theory was wrong, and in your mind, correct in my mind. Um, and I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking something else, like maybe they drugged him, blah, blah, blah. But then you drop the, th- you know, the, the, con- the, uh, thought of what if he had one of those cars that had the automatic parking system? <laughs> well, which... in all defense, wait, in all defense, you actually dropped that first, Dave. You dropped that first because when we first started talking about this, you're the one that brought up, did it have drive by wire? So right. you were the first one to bring it up. Right. But see, my, my concept of drive by wire is the way my truck, my truck is, is accelerated by wire. Right. right, my my steering and my brakes are all manual, but my uh the the um the, the signal to push my to, to make my truck go faster is electronic. There's no you know old school. There used to be a throttle cable, right, 
uh, that 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 turned a, a mechanical thing, right? And that made it go faster. My truck goes by wire, so that that's kind of within the realm that I was in. But then you introduced the the whole automatic parking system. Like, oh shit, that's right, because those those actually uh, turn the steering wheel and the brakes, right? And the thru- and the acceleration, right, right, right. So we already know that there's there's accelerate by wire, but I didn't think there was brake and steer by wire until you told me about the par- the braking thing. I was like, oh, that's right. And then I started to think, all right, so if I was in this car and it was, it was steering difficult, you know, it, it was beyond my steering and beyond my acceleration and brake, I would just pop the thing into neutral. But there are cars now that have push button or electronic, uh, transmissions. Transmissions. Right, right. And, yeah. and let, let us not forget, let us not forget that in most of the new cars, especially a car like a Mercedes, um, has a push button start. So you can't just turn your key off either. Correct. Right. So there's a, there's a, there 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 is the possibility, and it's completely plausible that the car was hacked and taken over. Mm-hmm. And he could have already been dead well before um, he and, even hit the tree. And here's the th- yeah. And here's the thing: is Sean and I did the research on it, and that car did come with the option of the parking brake, the park assist. What do they call it? Parkomatic. Parkomatic. I think Mercedes they called, called it. it was in as in a, a, a twenty twelve. C250. 2013. No, it was a 2012. No, his car was a, a 2013. C250 Mercedes. It was brand new? I thought it was your... Uh, anyway, yeah. whatever we looked up, uh, it, it is possible that it... Uh, the, it's only $1,000 to add that feature to your car. Right. And, and, and please, go back to 2006 where there's videos um, with OnStar where when a car is stolen... OnStar goes in and kills the engine. It applies the brakes. Stops no, no, the vehicle. No, no, it just kills the engine. Doesn't apply the brakes because there's, there's there's no OnStar does not have uh, drive-by wire technology. All right, it's so just, it at least kills the engine. Right. So ter- we know something can dial into a car and make something happen in that vehicle remotely. Yeah, but see, but that's that's too easy of a thing to say that they just you know they use the the, the OnStar system, whatever the hell Mercedes uses. They probably just hacked it, you know, and uh, had some sort of well, you know, if that's what happened, there, there's probably, or it was, it was programmed into the chip to do it at a specific time, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of things that could have been done. Right. And so, I still, I know you disagree with me, but I'm still going to put it out there. I still believe that there was the possibility of um, some kind of incendiary device to ensure that the car and the body were completely destroyed. And that's just, you know, to, just to make, because they could have driven into a tree and it couldn't have caught fire, so they needed to make sure it caught fire. And that's the only reason why I say that. Well, I, I could buy some sort of, well, see, the thing is, that's e- an incendiary device inside the car is easy to find. I could see how maybe they put an accelerant in there. But, all right, so we're, we're, we're splitting hairs here. And right. the point is, is that um, it's completely plausible if he had the, uh, the, the car that, that had the, the controllable, the computer controllable uh, driving devices. Yes, it is very plausible and possible. And another thing that I, I didn't talk with you about, Dave, um, and I meant to mention to you, and this was something I actually saw when I was looking at the initial pictures, um, but never really put two and two together until I saw somebody else say it. The vehicle that was in this accident that a person died in, they didn't drape the windows of the car. They draped the front end of the car. And if you look in the pictures... The passenger window is visible, which the whole point of the draping is to cover the dead body. Now, 
why was the windows visible of the car, but the front end of the car was completely covered? I don't know. If the windows were closed, they would be blackened anyway. From, from the burning, but then why would they need the sheet at all then? I, I don't know. You, 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 you know you, the you, picture you, I'm referring to, right? Yeah, but you, you're, you're grasping at straws here. You never know why they put a, something on top of something, you know? Yes, they, they don't want you to see the damaged engine. Oh, wait, the engine was down the street 100 yards. That's what? right. Wait, I you, forgot you about that. You think the local fire department's in on it, too? No, I think the LAPD is in on it. Mm. Because, remember, LAPD is the second most corrupted uh, organization in yeah. this country next it's, to the NYPD. They're still dumb as fucking rocks. Yeah, well, the, the people are, but the leadership isn't. No, they're all dumb. <laughs> well, we, we, uh, we have the, the third person of our trio finally decided to leave the shower and join the show. How you doing, honey? Awesome. I feel refreshed. You feel refreshed? You're good yep. to go now? She smells I'm good, good to go. too. Yeah, you do smell good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's our opinion on Hastings. Um, I think we've pretty much come down to the fact that we know that we believe he was assassinated. Uh, Dave, have you come to that conclusion? Well, th- now there's a plausibility, right? And 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 you take into account that uh, you know there there have been like Breitbart the day before he was supposed to release something. Leave it. Um, what's his face? He he sent an email, and email is kind of damaging, you know, saying that you know, hey, I gotta lay low because you know people are after me, and um, it does certainly lend itself to say that hey, man, you know, they might have wanted to keep his mouth shut, and you know, these the FBI is expert, the FBI and CIA are experts at making things look like an accident. Yes, they are, because they've we, done it for how many years now? What, and, 50, uh, 60 years they've right. done it? Right. We know this from other countries, what they've done in other countries. Mm-hmm. If you if you uh, listen to that guy, uh, the economic hitman, the guy who wrote that book, and if you see, was it the first or second um, zeitgeist, he explains how they took out um, leaders of other co- uh, countries because they didn't want to play the game. And they said, you know, there they, they was a, a bomb that was in a radio, took this one guy down from Latin America. You know, and another one. It's just, you know, these there are some people talking about it. Yeah, and let's not forget um, Operation Gladio in, in Italy, which was run by the CIA, where they, what they do? Oh, they, they bombed buses, school buses with children in it, in order to cause divide and, and have a terroristic attack going on in that country, in order to gain control of that country. Yeah. You know, so the CIA has been known to do all different kinds of really messed up thing so and you and you pay for it yes we'd all pay for it yes yes we all do well, pee, pee on it no we pay for it most of us most of us yeah some of us don't pay for it Dave. some of us have stopped paying for it <laughs> and no shifty we're not shitting on you relax just uh, did he get all butthurt again he looks like he's fired up and getting ready to get butthurt yeah, okay. well that's typical shifty so you know <laughs> you, did you not expect that him get all butthurt <laughs> of course i did uh, let's see here. What should we talk about next, Dave? Um, ooh, ooh, no, I want. Yeah, let's talk about this. Um, you've got the the higher understanding of this, so I'd like you to uh, break it down for us in the beginning, and then we'll discuss it some more. Cops arrest a family for refusing to allow them to use their home. Violation of the Third Amendment. Yeah, that's fucked up. I mean, I've read the Constitution or the Bill of Rights a number of times, and I was like, who the hell are you? Why did this, this even be, the Third Amendment, why was this even here? Well, let's talk about what the Third Amendment is. Basically, it's you, you can't quarter troops in a house during any time. It's not even non-war time. I think it's peacetime. Is it peacetime? Yeah. I think, you know, during, at the time of the, of the Revolutionary War, um, there were, you know, there were soldiers and, uh, militia that were running around and they needed to, they needed shelter and they used to take over your house. 
All right, here you go. No soldier shall in time of peace be quartered in any house without the consent of the owner nor in time of war, but in a manner to be prescribed by law. So it's neither, unless... Well, no, it says in time of war. Well, it says nor in time of war, but in a manner to be prescribed prescribed by law. Right, unless they make a law for it. Right. In other words, they can't just come into your house and use it uh, for something. And this is what happened to this family. The, the, the cops, I, I forget where it, where it happened, but it was Las somewhere, Vegas. somewhere in this country, you know, the, free, the freest nation in the world, supposedly. Um, they wanted to uh, investigate the next door neighbors. So they went to this one person's house and they said, uh, no, we're not gonna u- you're not going to use our house as a surveillance tool to get these people next door. What, what, I don't even, you know what, I don't even know if the, the, um, the article just states why they were, were looking at the people next door. Well, let's take a peek here. Um, Henderson police arrest a family for refusing to let officers use their home as an outlook for domestic violence investigating... Domestic in, violence, there you go. That, domestic violence investigation of their neighbors. The family claims in court. Attorney Mitchell and his parents, Michael and Linda Mitchell, sued the city of Henderson. Its police chief, Juta Chambers... Officers Garrett Pointer, Ronald Filo, Roma, Romano Wallace, Angelal. Is there any Americans here? Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> yeah. What happened to John Smith? <laughs> yeah. In federal court, Henderson population of 257,000 is a suburb of Las Vegas. The Mitchell family claims include, claim includes the amendment violation, a rare claim in the United States. Third Amendment prohibits cordoning of soldiers and citizens' homes in time of peace without the consent of the owner. On the morning of July 10th, 2011, officers from the Henderson Police Department responded to a domestic violence call at the neighbor's residence. The Mitchells say in the complaint. It continues. At 10.54 a.m., Defendant Officer Christopher Worley, uh, HPD, con- contacted the plaintiff Anthony Mitchell via his telephone. Woolley told plaintiff that the police needed to occupy his home in order to gain a tactical advantage against the occupant of the neighboring house. Anthony Mitchell told the officer that he did not want to become involved and that he did not want police to enter his residence. Although Worley continued to insist the plaintiff should leave the residence, plaintiff clearly explained that he did not intend to leave his home or to allow police to occupy his home. Worley then ended okay, the hold phone on a call. Okay, hold on a second. Go so ahead. Let's, let's establish what's going on here right, and get rid of this legalese shit. Mm-hmm. Cop came up to the house, or a cop called and said, hey, uh, we want to use your house. The guy says, uh, no, you can't use my house. And they said, well, you really should leave and let us in and let us use the house. I mean, how fucked up is that? Yeah, pretty, uh, pretty messed up for that to be... Uh... Right. Hey, yeah, you should leave your house and let us in. Yes, this tinfoil badge gives us the right to throw you out of your house and use it for what we want. That's basically what he said. So Mitchell claims that the defendant officer, including Cawthorn and Worley and Sergeant Michael Waller, then conspired amongst themselves to force Anthony Mitchell out of his residence and to occupy his home for their own use. All right. So so, So now the guys are pissed off that they didn't let them use the house. So instead of, like, investigating the domestic violence, now they're conspiring against the person that committed the, the, the despicable act of... Con- not listening to them. Contempt of cop. <laughs> contempt of cop. The complaint conti- complaint continues. Defendant Officer David Cawthorn outlined the defendant's plan in his official report. It was determined to move to 367 Evings side and attempt to contact Mitchell. If Mitchell answered the door, he would be asked to leave. If he refused to leave, he would be arrested for obstructing a police officer. If Mitchell refused to answer the door, 
forced entry would be made and Mitchell would be arrested. All right, so, so here's the conspiracy. They're saying that, all right, we're going to go knock on the door, and if he answers, we're going to ask him, we're going to tell him he's got to leave. But if he doesn't answer the door, we're going to fucking break in. Yep. These are, these are the people that are, that are hired to protect you. To protect and serve. Yep. All right. Now, I, I, I'm actually kind of like, all right, they got to add something to that whole protect and serve. It should be to protect and serve and the fuck government. You up the ass. No, it should be to because they're not protecting and serving you. They're protecting and serving the government. That's they're exactly. protecting and serving the machine. That's exactly they're, what they're, they're doing. They are not doing shit for you. Yep. They want to. They want to make that dollar. So they had to sit in this guy's house to to make sure they got the arrest to make that extra little dollar for them. All right, keep going on, man, because there's more to this. So story. at a few minutes pat before noon, at least five defendant officers arrayed themselves in front of the of plaintiff Anthony Mitchell's house and prepared to execute. Their plan, the complaint states. It continues. The officers banged forcefully on the door and loudly commanded Anthony Mitchell to open the door to his residence. Surprised and perturbed, plaintiff Anthony Mitchell immediately called his mother. What is this, Dave? (laughs) My mother's got balls, man. (laughs) On the phone, exclaiming to her that the police were beating on his front door. Seconds later, officers, including Officer Rockwell, smashed open plaintiff Anthony Mitchell's front door with a metal ramrod as plaintiff stood in his living room. As pl- now, let, let's review here. A law enforcement officer, unless they're positive that there's a crime going on in your house, cannot just enter your domicile at will, especially with a battering ram. There was no warrant. There was no reasonable cause. No probable cause. There, no probable cause. No reasonable reason to do this. Um, so they smashed in his front door. As plaintiff Anthony Mitchell stood in shock, The officers aimed their weapons at Anthony Mitchell and shouted obscenities at him and ordered him to lie down on the floor. Fearing for his life, plaintiff Anthony Mitchell dropped his phone and prostrated himself onto the floor. Prostrated? That's an interesting one. Himself on the floor of his living room. Postured? P-R-O-S-T-R-A-T-E-D. Yeah. Prostrated. Himself on the floor, covering his face and hands. Uh, Addressing plaintiff as asshole, officers including Officer Schneider shouted conflicting orders at Anthony Mitchell, commanding him to both shut off his phone, which was on the floor in front of his head, and simultaneously commanding him to crawl towards the officers. Confused and terrified, plaintiff Anthony Mitchell remained curled on the floor of his living room with his hands over his face and made no movement. Although plaintiff Anthony Mitchell was lying lying motionlessly on the ground and posed no threat, Officers, including Officer David Cawthorn, then fired multiple pepper ball rounds at plaintiff as he lied defensively. Defensively. All right, hold on. Uh, there's going to be a worse. Worse than this? Yeah, keep going. Anthony Mitchell was struck at least three times by shots fired from close range, injuring him and causing him severe pain. Officers ho, ho, ho. Anybody that's ever played paintball knows exactly what that feels like, and I'm one of them. I've, pl- I've gotten lit up. And it hurts like a motherfucker. And those don't those don't have uh, chemicals in them to make your right, eyes that's burn just, and itch. That's just paint. Yeah, that's just paint. Regular old paint. Uh, so officers then arrested him, obstructing uh, arrested him for obstructing police officers, searched the house and moved furniture without his permission. Again, no warrant. And then set up a place in his home for a lookout. Mitchell says in the complaint. He says they also hurt his pet dog for no reason whatsoever. Plaintiff Anthony Mitchell's pet, a female dog named Sam was cowering in the corner when officers smashed through the front door. Although the terrified animal posed no threat to officers, they 
graciously shot it with one of the pepper ball rounds. There you go. The panic animal, animal who howled will, in fear and pain and then fled from the residence. Good. Who will shoot your dogs if the cops are not there? <sighs> it's just, it's... The, 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 I, I've had a, I've had a disdain for cops for a long time and it's kind of let, like, it subsided for a while and just this, within the last week and a half, it's just, it's gone up high again. And, uh, I, I think to myself, if, if I was in this guy's situation, I would have been shot. Cause I would, if, if they broke into my house, I'd have shot first. Yeah. Oh. You know, I would have had, I would have had a video camera going right to YouTube, broadcasting it live, and I would, I would have went out in a blaze of glory. It was, it's, it, you know, I say this now. But uh, it's who knows what would happen because that's my place. I have, I have, and that would be a justifiable, justifiable shoot in some states. Uh, I forget the state that ruled that you could shoot a cop if he uh, illegally entered your home, but that was a ruling that came down. Yeah, it's, it's. Uh, I think it's on the East Coast. I yeah, can't remember so, what state it is. This is just another example. Not we're not going to spend the night bashing law enforcement again. Oh, I will. <laughs> you always will. Um, but this just another example of the police state that we live in. Um, later on tonight, we're going to talk about um, how you all think you're free. You really think you're free when on the 4th of July, the day of our apparent independence, the day our freedoms were, were won over for us to, to, to live how we want to live, you got DUI checkpoints and drug searches all over the country. Which, by the way, is unconstitutional. DUI checkpoints are unconstitutional. In order for you to be pulled over and checked, there has to be probable cause. For for them to randomly do it is unconstitutional. I know you guys think, oh, yeah, it's good, it's better, blah, blah, blah. Nine out of ten times, all they do is catch people that have bad registrations, uh, that they, they've got shit in their car that they shouldn't have. The, the 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 rate of of DUI seizure or you know actually catching somebody that's drunk is low, so this is just a fishing fishing expedition. That's all they are. Yeah, they're, and, they're hoping to get some money for the state. That's all they're doing. It's, it's all you are cash cows, people. Understand that all you are to the state is a cash cow. They're going to get the money from you, however they feel they need to get it. Get it, whether it's through raising your property taxes, whether it's through. Uh, Pulling you over for no seatbelt, or maybe you're texting while you're driving. Red light cameras. Oh, yeah, red light cameras. Uh, what do you think? Why do you think they have license plate readers on cop cars now? This is a new thing. It's been around for a while. Uh, I know here in Charlotte County, where I live, small little county, not a very big county, we have at least two vehicles with license plate readers. What are they doing? They're driving down the street, they're scanning your plates. When they get a hit for a, um, expired registration or maybe a suspended driver's license or, or maybe a warrant Hold for something on a stupid, they're going to come after you. But even a suspended driver's license is not a, a, a justifiable to pull over. Like, remember uh, a couple years ago, Spice got pulled over, right? He got pulled over cause they, because the registered owner of the vehicle had an un, uh, expired driver's license, right? Let's say I was driving his car, right? And my license was legit. Right. Where's the probable cause? There is none. Right, exactly. So the guy went on the fishing and happened to catch a fish, right? Because Spice's um, license was on uh, was up. Um, but again, what if what if somebody else is driving the car? You pull him over and you, and, you, and you're hassling the guy. There's no fucking probable cause. Yeah, and, that's... and 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 let's be honest. Why? What's the big deal if your license is uh, not been renewed? Does that mean you don't know how to drive anymore? 
No, it just means you haven't paid the state the money it required to make sure you're allowed to drive. Exactly. And why is it that every fucking year we got to re-register our cars? Because you have to pay the state money to be allowed to drive your vehicle. Oh, wait a minute. I That's regi- what I complain about probably <laughs> the most. I that regi- is the most fucking god Lex almost went to jail for that one night. I did. You registered it once. And it why wasn't do I even register my it car. Why it do- wasn't... Why do I got to register it again? Do I have to redeem my house every fucking year? <laughs> really? No, no, you don't. It's just a way of making money. And the sooner you guys see this, that it's all, again, your tax cattle. You know, all it is is for a way for, for the state to get money from you. Um, maybe, you know, you get a, a hair up your ass and you, you, you kind of like protest it. And it's like, I'm not doing this anymore, which is difficult because we all need to drive. And there's a whole conspiracy on the difference between traveling and driving. We really shouldn't be, if you look up in the dictionary and if, and if, and, uh, the law dictionary, driving is for commercial only. All right, traveling. If I was, if I were to get on a horse and and go from here to there, they have or a bicycle. They don't. They can't say shit to me. But because I I choose this motorized mode of transportation, um, why do I have to go through all this rigmarole? The it, 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 commerce. It's it, it's it's driving is associated with commerce, with which is associated with making money. All right. If we're traveling across the state for for pleasure, we shouldn't have to be registered. We shouldn't have to be licensed. You know, they have no, uh, this is going to start a whole thing. With me. <laughs> we always like to start things. With Go, me. It goes back to your fucking birth certificate. So let's talk about what the Mitchells are seeking. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, the, the Mitchells seek punitive damages for violation of the third, fourth, and 14th amendment, assault and battery, conspiracy, defamation, abusive process, malicious prosecution, neg- um, neglectance, and emotional distress. What is the 14th Amendment? I know you got your book right there. So Give me a second here. I'll flip, find it. Flip right through there. and Because uh, I, I pretty much am knowledgeable from the first 10, or the, the Bill of Rights, which is the first 10 amendments. I am not. I, I know the 16th or 17th Amendment has to do with taxes and uh, congressmen. There's, there's got to be a time where I, there's, there should be a time where I know them all. No, oh, you know what? I'm looking at this, this crash scene. Right. It looks like he hit... Um, he landed too early. I can't see it from where I'm sitting, so you'll have yeah, to... Yeah, uh... he, he, well, the SFO is, uh, is on the San Francisco Bay, and you could see the crash scene is right at the right of the jetty at the very beginning, the very beginning of the runway. Oh, that's pilot error. But still, you know, hey, uh, who knows what was going on, uh, you know. Yeah, I'm not sure what the 14th Amendment would have to do with this. Maybe that's a, a typo. Because here, the 14th Amendment is the right of the citizen of the United States to vote in a primary... Or other election for president, vice president, blah, 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 blah. The Congress shall have uh, power to enforce this article. So that's what the 14th blah, is. Blah, so that blah, must blah. be. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's got to be a typo. Not to research and see what that what they're trying to. Uh, but even still. Push that towards. Even let's just forget citing amendments. It's bullshit that somebody that the cops have a right to come into your house to commandeer it. No, you have a right to, ha- to have freedom and peacefulness in your house as long as you're abiding by the laws if i was driving my car and the cop pulled out his badge and said hey i want your car does that mean i have to give it to him no it does not if you watch the movies yeah they make you believe that in in reality that's not true right yeah that's very yeah it's your property you don't have the need or necessity to uh relinquish your property for any reason uh that you feel is unimportant i don't know uh that that was one that really uh really was bothering me when right. I finally saw it. These are the things that are going on in our country, 
right? If you had heard this was going on in Canada or Mexico, Canada, everybody thinks everybody's nice, but if it was going on in Mexico or Russia or China, you'd be like, wow, that's fucked up. In our country, we're free. We could do whatever we want. And and that country's fucked up. But when, when the mirror's turned on you and you start seeing that all this shit's going on here, why is it that you people give them a fucking pass? You know, why is it that this is okay? You know, people will apologize and say, well, the cops are just doing their job. <laughs> that is fucking well, Unfortunately, bullshit. they're really not, though, in that situation. They're not doing their job. Their job is to protect the, 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 the citizens that are abiding by the laws. And their job is to abide by the Constitution, well, exactly. which they wipe their ass with every single fucking day. That brings up something that I thought about. I didn't even talk to you about this one. I was listening to... Um, um, the Zimmerman trial. I was going to uh, say Alex Jones. No, I was listening to the Zimmerman trial. Actually, I didn't listen to Alex at all this week. You know, you could you, you have a free and easy way to throw something back in my face. What's that? How often do I say, oh, "I was listening to Free Talk Live"? Yeah, I don't like see, but I don't play that game. <laughs> that, that's the difference. I don't play that game. <laughs> so I was listening to the Zimmerman trial, and Zimmerman's father was on stand, and I didn't know his father was a cop. Did you know that? Yes, I did. All right, I did not know that. So he was, uh, they, they were, they were trying to set his character level. And they said to him, um, you know, do you take your job serious? And he said, I swore an oath to defend the law. To defend the law. So he swore an oath to defend the law, is what he said. Mm-hmm. That right there discredited him in my eyes because. Well, what's, is there a pecking order of laws? And we're all supposed to think that, yeah, that this law is that law, and the highest law of the land is the Constitution. Right. So if you create a, a, a law that's unconstitutional, it should be, you know, brought out in court and well, I'd like out. to see, I'd like to see their swearing in wording, because if that's actually how they word it, they're getting around having to support the Constitution. God, you gotta love when you have children. Shut that kid up! <laughs> Hello, Mikey. Nice to hear from you. And um, so, yeah, that, that kind of uh, that kind of uh, um, discredited him in my eyes. But then again, I guess I'd have to listen to what his swearing and statements are. He well, you know, again, all cops are fucking liars. All right, maybe 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 five percent of them are good. But you know what? If you're if you're one of those good cops, you're getting shit on by the other ones. You can't do shit about it. So you know what? Quit. And, and and or or join you know f- figure out a way join oath keepers no, and, then, oath and then push them out fuck oath keepers man those guys don't do shit it's like imagine imagine there's a group of people a group of married men that said yeah you, you know, know I'm I, an, uh, you know I'm I know I'm an oath keeper right? and I know that's gonna piss you off um but imagine you get married you guys just got married right did you take an oath of marriage no. Did you vow? All right, vows. We took vows. All right. So suppose, suppose there's a bunch of people around here that you know they need an extra set of protection. So now they've created a group called vow keepers. I, I, you know, not only did I take an oath, but now I belong to this other group that says I took an oath and I, I will swear it. If you take an oath, or if you, or if you, 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 you take a vow, that should be it. You shouldn't have to, you know, join another club to say I'm good. You know. Because uh, if that's the case, then you're negating the whole concept of fucking taking an oath. See, but Dave, you you missed the point of oath keepers. Fuck oath keepers. Oh, fuck Jesus. the cops. Fuck them all. <sighs> all right, we'll move along because because they're not doing shit on this. They're one. obviously not doing shit because this shit's happening. All that fucking those Hawthorne cops that you know shot that dog. There was another one that, that a couple days earlier that sh- that went to go shoot at a little dog and managed to miss and hit the the the, the dog's owner. Uh, this shit happens every fucking week. But you know what happens, Dave, is is the Oath Capers organization, because I go and talk to the local cops here. Oh, yeah, that, that, that must help. Listen to me. 
listen it's not me. helping. Listen, listen to me. It's not helping. The Oath Keepers organization it's, has been it's like called protesting. Do I have to Blair with you? Or are you going to let me? Fin- are you going to let me finish my statement, or am I have to Blair with you? Thank okay. you. The Oath Keepers organization has been called a fringe conspiracy organization. The one of the law enforcement officers I've talked to that I've given the information from has come to me and said, "Hey, my brother joined the Oath Keepers, but I'm not allowed to because my department will fire me if I do." All right. So then these guys got no fucking balls. So that's the point I'm trying to make, is they've made it another fringe conspiracy organization that's doing nothing but trying to protect right. the citizens of this They're country. They're not protecting shit. They're trying to get... Nobody's protecting shit. Tell me where a fucking cop actually stood up for the fucking Constitution and, and protected the people over the, the establishment. We've played you these videos. We've that, played a video before where for, we've for, seen it. For whatever whatever, whatever uh, thing you can come up with, I can come up with a thousand things that, that fucking overshadow that. Well, that goes right with your 95-55% comparison that 5% of the cops are actually halfway decent and really do care about their job. So we can get that 5% to actually five, stand right. up. Really? You think 5% is going to overcome the, the, the 95%? Are you fucking That's what we're me? trying to do with our movement right now. That's exactly it, what we're trying to do right now. It's not working. 5% of us are it's, trying it, to fix this whole mess. It's not working. We're not waking up anybody. We ain't doing shit. We're just bitching. Well, yeah, bitching wakes people up, bro. Really? Yeah. Did, did you hear the show before this show tonight? Because <laughs> I only heard parts of it. And these are people that we consider our friends. You know, Buzzy is is a guy that that listens to us, right? And listens to a a lot of radio. And he is right there talking shit about Snowden. Yeah. He doesn't realize how valuable uh, what that guy has done. He put his fuck. He's the guy that put his balls on the line and is gonna, and is gonna, his life is now ruined for what he did. And okay. all he did was point a fucking light on what's going on. He didn't He didn't tell the Russians that we have this nuclear bomb or this, that, and the other thing. He just said, to, he, called, he told the American people, yeah, they're spying on you. And at the same time, because they're, they're, they're spying on you, they're also spying on everybody else. Right. Well, and I got to be corrected here. Kevin corrected me. Uh, Kevin, the sticker guy, catch him tomorrow at 7. Uh, his uncle was the cop, not his dad. So uh, I stand corrected on that one. Thank you, Kevin. So, all right, are we done arguing now? Probably not. Probably not. You're probably right. Wait till we get the chemtrails later on. <laughs> well, actually, we're probably close to to the end of argument because ten o'clock Tuscan will come in and we'll, we'll be, it'll be nice, and then eleven o'clock I'm going to smoke and I will not want to be combative. <laughs> no combativeness from Dave after that point. H- having said that, can I have my last beer? <laughs> <laughs> Lexi's beer girl tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny says only 45 minutes in and Four Toad's head's going to explode. Guys, understand uh that, that the, no no, that's constant. It just happened uh, I just happened to let it out on this show because my head wants to explode all the time. When I saw that dog shooting, uh it really it really thank you. It really fucked me up. And yeah. guys, keep in mind Four Toad doesn't have a computer tonight. Um I've got all four, so he will not be uh-oh. I see what this is going to be. He will not be able to uh, tweet back to you guys. So, Dave, I just want to let you know, um, only 45 minutes in, and Four Toad's head is going to explode. That's from Jenny. And then Buzzard says, no, fuck you, Dave. You better never call 911 for police assistance. And you hold your mouth because the man is here to talk for himself. Buzzy, how you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah, fuck you, Dave. Goddamn, I love you. No homo, but goddamn. All right, so when do you think I should call 911? Well, okay, knowing you, when you run out of bullets. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's call, a good... And then the Snowden deal, Dave. 
Yeah. At first, if you, I know you heard me on the other show. I only heard I only heard part of it, so I, I might. Okay. Be... Like I said, at first I believe Snowden was a patriot, but now he's telling other countries what we're doing to them. Well, of course, everybody knows we're spying on everybody, and they spy on us. But now, if he, I don't know for sure, if he is telling how we're spying on them, all the how we do it. Then yes, he is a traitor and should be blocked up for life. All right. So, so if he tells you, okay, uh, if I tell you, hey, um, Buzzy, your wife's cheating on you. I'm a good guy, right? But if I told you, yeah, she's going down to the uh, Motel Six and fucking this guy named Jack, and he, she's taken in the ass, that makes me a bad guy. Because I gave no, you details that's... on how it's happening. Now I'm a traitor. Yes, because it's American citizens or whatever. No, that, that's not a good analogy whatsoever. Uh, uh, Jack, well, it, it really wasn't, Dave. I got to agree. In your mind, no, no. Jack, Jack, if, no if I if Jack, I add Jack, extra, Jack is not try to kill me. What? Jack is not going to come and kill me because he's fucking my wife. He's got. A yeah, good, he's got. But a good you point. might. But you might want to kill him. And that's what's happening oh, oh, is, is the American government, the, the person that got ratted out on, uh, oh, that's true. Okay, you're right. All right. All right. So here's the deal. He has to tell the other side of the story because um, America is saying, well, no, we're not really um, listening to you guys. We're listening to everybody else. So it, it's basically, it was, a, it was the government that says, no, we're not listening to you guys, the American people. We're listening to everybody else. So they said it. Okay. First. Right. They're the ones that said it in response to the fact that Snowden said, hey, listen, guys, they're listening to, they, they, they got all the metadata, all your calls, and this, this thing that's, that's going on in Utah and in Baltimore, that's where they're going to store all your shit. All right. So that if they do come up with something, they can go back into their records and then find it. All right. Which is complete. Do you not believe Snowden was in China at one time, supposedly? Now he's in Russia. Do you not believe that the Chinese or the Russian has interrogated him intensely to make him tell whatever otherwise and threaten him with prison or death? He He's a he's a guy that, that uh, runs a network that, that spies on everybody. Of course they might have asked him. But he's, he, remember, he gave all the information to uh, WikiLeaks, all right? And he could release more shit, but he hasn't. And Buzzy, did you hear my opening monologue? Remember... Our government, the U.S. government that's been spying on us, has betrayed us, has become traitorous oh, towards I, I us. Know so, I know that. So if they've become traitorous to us, the civilians, the owners of this country, the real owners of this country, for him to go and reveal what they've done to us and then reveal what they've done to other countries... Because we've already determined that our government is traitorous towards us. So he's not... Our government should... Uh, the, the government people or the... Whoever's the ones that's spying on us should be kicked out of office and imprisoned, in my opinion. Now, now hold you, on, hold on a second. Hold on, hold do, on. Do you believe the NSA wait. was not elected? All right, you can't kick them out of office. That too, but well, they need they need to be uh, dethroned. Over, do whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> it's a slippery slope that we walk, Buzzy. You know because exactly. we rely on these idiots. To, to protect us, apparently. Right, like they protect us and on they're the September ones. 11th, like they protected us uh, in Boston. And they do, and they do somewhat protect They us. don't They protect cause all shit. our problems, brother. I hate to tell you, they cause all our problems. They cause the problems, I agree, but they... Do we have Chinese or Russian troops marching in on our, our continent right now? 
No, and you know why? Because the American people have more guns than the Russian and Chinese army put together. Nobody yes. will come in. The same reason why we won't go to Russia, we won't go to China to, 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 to fuck with them is because we did it once before in, 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 in Vietnam, and we got our ass handed to us because the indigenous population will figure out a way and fuck up the, the, the people that are invading. The same reason right? why we can't get anywhere in Afghanistan. Not only right. that... We can get, we could put a fucking gun in every Mexican and Canadian's hand, and nobody, nobody would take over North America. All right, just I'm get just, that I'm shit like, out of your I'm mind. Just like, I'm just like you guys. I do not trust my government. I love my country. I do believe the government somewhat protects us. Somewhat does not. It causes us more harm than it does right. protection, got buzzy. The government goes and meddles around in, in countries around the country, which piss people around the world. Off, around the world. Around the world. I don't, I don't agree with that either. You don't agree with them? Fuck, you, you don't think we're fucking, the, the government of this country is fucking with everybody else on the planet? No, I'm saying I do not agree with them fucking with everybody on the planet. Okay. Okay, so, so, all right, so, so do you agree that they are fucking with people on the planet? But I do disagree with Snowden giving them our secrets out to other countries, but they didn't have before. Why well, do you don't we, think they didn't know we were spying on them? They've admitted oh, they, they spy they on all, us. They, they all know we spied on them, but. They did not know the way we were, or the details, so to Really? Speak. Really? <laughs> really? <computer>. Really? <laughs> you don't think that Russia and Germany and France and China know that we're spying on via fucking the internet? I know! I, I, I know! I, I know this! I know how to do this, and I'm a shithead... You're misunderstanding me. Of course they know we were spying on them. They so, spy on us. So wait a minute. The whole world spies on each other. But Snowden is over there giving them the details, maybe more than, than what they didn't know. How, how do you know that? Did really? they call you and tell you that, I, Buzzy? I don't know that for sure. Well, then how can you why, how can you make a guy he, guilty? Why, why, would not, why would he not be in jail now? How can you make a guy guilty? All right, how can you make him guilty if you don't know for sure? The news told no you this. Russia, no one knows the way Russia and China is. Why but, would he not be in one of their prisons? They're, they're no worse than us. He made a deal. He made a deal. No, no, well, no. You see, you don't understand what, what's going on, it's right? It's geopolitics, man. He, oh, he, I don't, he went into Hong know. Kong. Hong Kong is run differently than the rest of mainland China, all right, since the, they re, since the British released rule in, 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 in China. Yeah, well. but it's, it's, it's ruled differently. This is the reason why Hong Kong is actually such a mecca for business. It's ruled differently. It's, it's a separate entity from China. It follows right. the basic rules, but it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like DC. Think of Washington DC when you think of Hong Kong, Hong Kong. It's, it's kind of the same because Washington DC is an entity of itself. Um, it, it kind of has all its own rules within its own borders. Um, because that's where the elite live. That's where, that's where the government lives. So if you want to think of Hong Kong in kind of the same form, but on the good side, they, they want freedom in Hong Kong. They want, they, they have a lot think, more. Do you think that people in Hong Kong can go out on the streets and talk shit about the Chinese government or the emperor or whoever the hell he is? Sure, they, they could. Jail? They do. That's why, that's why he picked that place, because Hong Kong has a way of, or a uh, history of uh, freedom of the press. They See, these are the things you don't know, all right? Hong Kong troops marched into there after, uh, who owned it? Uh, British. British. The British or whatever uh, had to give it up after there so many years or whatever. Hong Kong troops, or Chinese troops, marched into there and took it over. They still have the rules you're talking about, I believe, but I guarantee you they rule with an iron fist. 
They really? Don't know what they can really? Do, what they really? Can. All right. I they, want they what, they can do and what they can't do. When you get off the phone, all right, I want you to Google a picture of Hong Kong circa like 1950. Pull the truck over first, though. Right. 1950, 1960. And then, pull, and then do a, an image of Hong Kong in 2010, all right, 50, 60 years later. There's a huge difference. It was nothing but a forest in 1950, 1960, and now it's a mecca. Now it's like a city like yeah. Manhattan. All right. Chinese is making money right. up. Chinese is making up. What other Chinese um, uh, city is like that? None of them. None. The reason is because it's ruled differently. Do your research. Yeah, Look, I don't, making, I don't. Because they're making money off of it. I don't want to. I don't want to give you a history lesson here, right? I just want you to, you know, look at it, the. You know, like Singapore is the same way; they have a different set of rules. Dubai is the same way. There's a different set of rules because they've made it so that uh, trade can happen freely there. All right, and they have protection. You know, unfortunately, Snowden had to leave. You know, quote unquote, the freest country in the world to go to China to seek, you know, asylum and protection. Protection. Right from the freest country in the world. Now, just that statement on its own has to say to you that what I said was a lie because we are not the freest country in the world. Obviously, yeah, obviously that's been shown. So, Buzzy, and, and hold on a second. Do you know they call him a leaker? Right? They call him yeah. the Snowden, the leaker. He's a whistleblower. Yeah. All right. He yeah. blew the whistle. The definition, no, no, the, the definition of leaker is so that you makes you put into your mind because all the mainstream outlets are saying leaker, not whistleblower, because they want you to think that what he did was wrong. What he did was blow the whistle on what well, was going on. What he did on. was right to begin with, in my opinion, what he did was right to begin with. I considered him a patriot, but now if he is, in fact, giving away trade secrets, then he is a traitor. I don't care what our What's government a, what, is. What trade? Hold on a country. second. What trade secret could he give away? What secrets are you worried about him giving away? I don't away? know nothing about a goddamn computer. You all know that. Right. I don't know how they do whatever. Right, but so so what do you so then you worried about shit that you don't even know about? So you, you, well, you yeah. All right, so so you so you're you're what you're doing now is you're fear mongering. You're saying, oh, be afraid because he might do something that I don't even understand. Yeah. Oh, oh well, you don't, he, gave a good answer. he gave you a true answer, didn't he? Right, Dave? and I'm going to say, you don't have a problem with that? What, you know, no, what no. about all these people? You, you know, the, 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 the truckers just came under a new federal regulation, right, where you had to, these crazy fucking re regulations because the people that, that put those regulations into play don't know anything about driving a truck, right? Exactly. Right, so do you think that the new regulations are better or worse? They're worse, in my opinion, because it's right. all about money. Because, well, the thing is, you know the system, right? And the people that make it, make the regulations do not, right? So here you got people that are fear-mongering. Oh, my God, the truckers could do this. The truckers could do that. It's the same thing that you're saying right now, that Snowden could do this. Snowden could do Snowden was a system administrator, right? I was a system administrator. I knew everything that happened on the computer network and this shitty little network that I worked on, <laughs> right? Now, if he's working for the NSA, he knows how these things can happen. He just will tell you. That, yeah, I can tell you how they get all the information. They get all the information from the Internet service providers, which is like Comcast, AT&T, Verizon. They go to them because those are the guys where the traffic go. All the traffic goes through. Like Sean's a little bit you know, iffy about using Google because he doesn't want to be tracked, but he doesn't realize it goes from his house to Comcast and then probably to the a backbone to Verizon or some shit like that. So it's all tracked. It does not matter 
what he does. That's right. It doesn't really matter. Buzzy, um, we got to go to a break. It's the, uh, one quick thing. It's the codes that he knows that you don't know, and maybe the other countries don't know. The codes are using to do whatever. That's how. how there are no. I mean, there are no. There are no. How co- do you know? Do you work for the NSA? There are no codes. There are just the way things happen. I understand the technology. I, I understand think, how easy it is to yeah. sniff it out. Uh, you right. should have called earlier, Buzzy. You're undercover, aren't you? <laughs> I, I still think he's a little undercover. Uh, Buzzy, I want to get I want to get something from you before you leave because we had to go to a break. Um, but you are one of uh, you know Raz Radio's biggest fans. You're always there. Let me get a drop from you for the show. How about it? Oh man, I put my heart while I'm all pissed off. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Go to town, you. man. Go to town on me. <laughs> hey, everybody! This is Buzzy Bob. You're listening to Raz Radio. Uh, I fucked that up, didn't I? <laughs> No, Perfect drop. Here we go. Hey, everybody. This is Buzz and Bob. You listen to the first 52 on RazRadio.com live. Well, that was all fucked up, too, wasn't it? <laughs> Take Let three. Me try other night. Let me try some other night. Oh, my God. Hey, did I call you? Yeah, you called, you called me. You called me. Oh, well, get the hell out of my phone. I got to go now. <laughs> Bye, Buzzy. <laughs> Gotta love Buzzard. We'll have to get that drop from him another time. I might actually pull some of that that he just said anyway, because that'll be a good fun. All right, guys, we're going to take a break. Coming up next, we have Bob Tuscan. Uh, we'll get to talk with him. Again, I love talk with him. He's a lot of fun, a lot of information. We'll be back in a few. Hi, you're listening to Raz Radio Live, the home of catching chemtrails, chasing drones with Raz. We can review with Kevin Harris and out of focus with Shifty wanting to be pegged by Katie. Damn, Wheeler, keep that pegging talk on the DL. Now let's bring that sexy music back. What's your Twitter handle, buddy? At Wheeler D7. We have been deceived. We have lived in a society of fear. And now that we awaken, we realize we have been afraid of the wrong thing. Therefore, we stand with a new declaration of independence against a government more dangerous to our liberty than the enemy it claims to protect us from. It's all about the movement. You know it's all about the movement. I said it's all about the movement. Now it's all about the movement. It's all about the movement. You know it's all about the movement. I said it's all about the movement Now it's all about the movement Cause it's all about the movement You know it's all about the movement I said it's all about the movement Now it's all about the movement Tribulation, do you stay asleep or do you take the red pill? And journey to the deep darkness of the truth to the 33rd degree. You see exactly why they want to murder you and me. I can hear them right behind me, I can feel them coming near. I can hear them all around me, I can see the plot so clear. I can sense the revelation, I can tell the end is here. It's time to gather up the mask, can I get a volunteer? No fear, we proclaim, fuck the wicked end game. Take a big step back and you'll never be the same. Once you open up your mind, you can't be entertained. Unglued from the truth, truth running through your veins. Demonic calculations of the ruler supreme Every day a different song, the exact same theme 
and you pay it Millions tell the truth, you come out to say it No rules to the game, it's so sad that you play it Now obey and bow down like a dog to his master but the Patriot Act won't save you from disaster State-sponsored terror gets you chipped much faster But the very ideas attack with ridicule and laughter Then you wake up with your brain disease Because you let them stick mercury and vaccines They stick you with a needle every time you cough or sneeze And every half a mile the same papers, please the government's now putting a national ID card together and they want checkpoints. We will be carrying our papers and they have recommended that we checkpoints uh, throughout the country. Isn't that what Nazi Germany did that everybody in America was against? Papers, please. Can I see a papers? Because it's all about the movement. You know it's all about the movement. I said it's all about the movement. Now it's all about the movement. Chemtrail geoengineering programs changing our weather and destroying our environment? Why in the world are they spraying? They want to create a storm in the southeast, then they'll start engineering out over the North Pacific. That's where the trailies will be. Find out why critics are calling Why in the World Are They Spraying? The most important film that is revolutionizing the environmental movement. Go to whyintheworldarethespraying.com for more information. It's just going to get worse until the point where we're not going to be able to grow anything at all unless it's a Monsanto genetically modified abiotic stress resistant seed. Why in the World Are They Spraying? New international version with languages available from around the world. Go to whyintheworldarethespraying.com for more information. It's all about money, and weather is another form of commoditizing, a way the central command group can commoditize another form of our life. Why in the world are they spraying? And if you control the weather, you're going to control the planet. It's that simple. This is Bob Tuscan from the intelhub.com. You're listening to the first 52 on RAS Radio.
Yeah. Here we go. Hour number two of the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. I thank you all for joining us. It was a, it was an exciting first hour. Um, that was a very energetic first hour, Dave, I must say. I blame it on the alcohol. <laughs> always blame it on the alcohol. As I was saying, somebody I'm very excited to have on, because I always love talking to this gentleman, Mr. Bob Tuscan. You there, brother? I sure am. Excellent. What's going on, Sean? Uh, not much, man. Alexia and uh, who's that, uh, Doctor Fortoad? <laughs> Hiya, Bob. Captain Cameltoe. <laughs> Captain Cameltoe. Cap- All right, good to see you, Dave. And well, I, I don't actually see you, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, how you been, brother? Good. I gave uh, the bone a piece of my mind a couple weeks ago. Yes, we uh, actually. Dave heard you on Spice's show. Lexi is a is a fan of Drew, and she missed. I'm really you. sad. I missed that. Yeah. So why don't you tell us first? Let's start with Drew Garaba and how that one went. Well, you know, I was checking them out on iHeartRadio. Um, I was traveling at the time, and I I figured, hey, I, I'll give it a shot. I was thinking about you guys. You know, I I saw. Uh, the Bubba Love Sponge Show on there and a few others. And I said, hey, I'll check out some of the other so-called talent. And uh, this guy, uh, Dr- what's his name, Drew Garaba? Drew yeah. Garaba, Garaba, yeah. Garaba, yeah. And, um, well, I, I heard him on, and he was talking about, you know, typical wannabe shock jock content. Um, nothing of importance. Uh, and, I, you know, I don't want to, I don't know. I shouldn't start talking shit about the guy because it was such a limited you know amount of time that i've heard him i I can't judge the guy's show because lord knows if you heard me on on a five minute uh, clip uh, of my show you might think i I was um a moon bat Mm -hmm. and and remember it is entertainment radio they're doing it's not informative right so yeah that all taken into consideration i heard a caller call up about uh, cannabis as a cure uh, and his response was, "Who?" And, and he was talk- this caller was talking about a book written about cannabis uh, being a cure for illness and, and whatnot. And his response was just so darn ignorant. I had to call up and call him out. What he said was, "Well, do stoners actually read or something along those oh, lines?" Geez. Um, and yeah, it's funny. Okay, but the the, the comment <laughs> totally missed the point. And and I consider this topic to be nothing to laugh about. People are suffering from cancer, and they're being told that they have to die and they have to suffer while they die. Mm-hmm. And they're given chemotherapy and they're cut open and so on and so forth. And I've done a lot of research on the topic of cancer, so it's a, it's a pet peeve of mine to hear uh, people go against the the known cures, or let's not even use the word cures, but the known treatments uh, that are out there that are, are far more beneficial to you than the poisons that are out there, like chemotherapy and, and others. Um, and his response was just so darn ignorant. I had to call up, and I, again, we this is all in the context of shock jock entertainment-based radio. And I called up, and I, I thought I'd you know, bring up Rick Simpson and the oil that he's rediscovered. And I thought I'd, you know, and I tried to be comedic or entertaining. Uh, And I started off by commenting on the fact that he was, uh, that segment was all about the OC for him. Uh, What do you, what do I mean by the OC? Obsessive compulsive? Well, it, it was definitely an obsessive compulsive topic. No, but he was talking about the OC, Orange County which I guess is a TV show from the 1990s or 
early 2000. Uh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch it, but I remember it. Yeah. I remember yeah. that show. So he was going off about that and how he bought the box set. So when I called up and and I brought up uh, hemp being a cure and cannabis being a cure, he he immediately diverted the topic to the OC again. And I had to call him out. I I had to say, dude, this is not a joke. Uh, And he eventually hung up on me shortly after I called him out. And okay, all right, to be expected. Right. But um, on the other hand, Spice. What's this guy's name? Spice? Yeah, Matt Spice Lloyd. I gotta I gotta preface this by saying I never listened to a show. And I liked the guy when he was on Bubba, but I never listened to the show. I just happened to be driving. Oh yeah? And I ha- and I, I was bored of my C D and I just one oh two three or one whatever the one oh two five, yeah. One oh two five is the only station I have because I used to listen to Bubba. And I just put it on and then boom, Bob Tuscan. <laughs> yeah. Never listened to it before, haven't listened to it since. Boom, Bob Tuscan's on. And he was cool, wasn't he, Dave? Yeah, he was. And, you know, actually, well, you could tell the story, but earlier that day I heard of a story of a friend of mine's friend who's going through some cancer. And I was like, you know, I have, I'm all into the alternative uh, methods as well. And then you had mentioned some stuff. I was going to reach out to you and see, you know, hey, because this guy's local, you know, maybe, maybe I, because the person that I know that's got cancer, or I know, I know, I know, know of somebody that's got cancer, maybe I could hook these two people up. Turns out my friend didn't want to deal with it anyway, so I didn't contact you, but uh, I am definitely into the alternative medicine. You know, I, I, I have some issues in my life that cause me now pain throughout the day. I'm in pain all day, every day. It's just a matter of how much. And, and I've started to use cannabis as a, as a pain reliever uh, over, the, you know, uh, above and beyond the shit that they prescribing me and it's much much better it's immediate and it's right. amazing it's just one i all i do is one little hit you know i'm not a stone now i fucking an eighth of weed will last me a year because i use it so little <laughs> you know and it's funny bob and it's neat to have you on tonight because and and to talk cancer and and that we started with this whole uh phone call you made uh because i'm actually going through this personally in my life my uh my 58-year-old uncle is um, dying of cancer. And a few weeks ago, they did chemo, and it put him all the way to the bottom. He was yeah. pretty much dead. And they stopped the chemo, got him back up going good. Uh, they did a blood test uh, or a bone marrow test yesterday, and they found uh, too many mature cells. So their plan is to Monday give him the chemotherapy that gave him um, seizures, and then the following week, they're going to give him the same chemotherapy that almost killed him last time. So, I, and I've, my aunt worked for the hospital. She's in nuclear medicine. Uh, I've, in other uh, words, she's brainwashed by it. Yeah. Right, exactly. Well before he got sick with this, I you know, made a big stink about the, uh, the Susan G. Coma, how they don't use the money for, for what they use it for. And oh, yeah. there's so many other methods out there to take care of these things. And of course, knowing her stance when he got cancer, I was kind of shunned. Not by him or her, but but by my my parents came to me and said, just please, just just shut up. Yeah, we know what you believe. We understand that you're probably right, but this isn't your place to um, step in. So I've had to sit well, back and watch, and it's been really really rough. Yeah, I mean that's really tough. And and even if you did uh, have an intervention, you can take a horse to the water, but as you know, you you can't force them to drink. Right. Right. Um, so it's a very difficult situation to be in, and the dogma from the pharmaceutical industrial complex and the medical industrial complex is so thick 
And people are literally brainwashed about this more so than they even are perhaps 9-11. And it works in the same way. It's fear-based mind control, trauma-based mind control. Yeah, and, um, and it's it, even scarier is they're really causing most of the, the cancers we see. It's not, you know, the, people think cancer's natural. And, and from what I've heard and what I've seen, you know, you can go back and pull up mummies out of the ground and, and really research back. And, and they didn't have cancers back in the, in the, in the olden days, shall we say. Well, that's, that's almost wrong because... That's almost was, wrong. Dave loves to tell me I'm wrong, Bob. You'll learn that real fast. <laughs> well, no, no, no. There, there was cancer, but not the amount that we see today. Okay. Right. I'll buy that. Yes. And it, it's just gone through the roof. Um, much of that is because of our environment, our food, our water supply. Uh, everywhere you look, there there are carcinogens in our environment, and that's the the reason why we we see this. Now, they then take someone who's sick because of the poisons, and they well, what do they do? They poison them more. Whoever thought of that? Uh, I mean, just on the surface, think about that. You take somebody who's sick, who whose body's fighting against themselves, whose immune system is at a low. And you say, well, let's radiate them. Let's poison them. And let's play chicken with the cells uh, and, and see if, if the good cells don't completely die off before the cancer cells die off. Uh, and there, there, it turns out this is a, a lamestream study out of a very prominent uh, medical journal that the chemotherapy has, and, they, and they've been trying to, they've been saying, well, why is it that Certain people's cancer cells are multiplying with chemotherapy. Why is it that it seems that uh, there's only a, a small effect on them? Well, it turns out they are multiplying. They're, the cancer cells are doubling while the good beneficial cells are dying off. Uh, and this is the, the, tr the typical oncology in our world today. Uh, they have three methods, burning, radiating, and cutting. When you cut into the cancer... Of course, that spreads it, and that makes it, makes it even worse and gets into the bloodstream, and, that, and that's why we see people go downhill shortly after they're cut into. And then on top of that, you're, you're poisoning them. Uh, and it, it's just, I mean, it's a tough thing to, to witness, and almost everyone listening right now, almost everyone involved in the conversation, knows somebody firsthand who has suffered from this. Mm -hmm. And the, the scariest thing about it is they, they didn't need to. It's scary. Why? It makes you wonder why use a carcinogen to fix a problem that was caused by other carcinogens. Yeah, I mean, it, it's ludicrous. Whoever thought of that is, geez, what were they thinking? They, now, they, they, were making they figured out a way to make money from it. Oh, no. People make money off of our health, Dave? <laughs> yeah. Really? They do. I swear to God, why they do. Why would anybody make money trying to poison someone? Oh, well, they've already probably made about three hundred grand off my uncle in the past uh five or six months, if not a lot more. <laughs> and you know, the, the cost of um, Rick Simpson's hemp oil or B17 laetrile in high doses and vitamin C in high doses, soursop, uh, baking soda, magnesium carbonate. Uh, I, I mean, I can give you a list here, a substantial list, and, and none of these are exclusive to, to one another. Uh, they all can be used, uh, and it's. I'm not just in the camp of hemp oil is the end all to, to helping the cancer, or B17 is the end all. No, all of these things, including Dr. Brzezinski's technology mm -hmm. that the FDA has quashed, 
uh, and done everything they could to prevent uh, from going out to the general public. And, and that was the uh, Spice show that I had heard uh, previously. Um, I had tuned in that weekend before I called, and he had the documentary filmmaker of the Brzezinski documentary that's been making the rounds. I don't, I don't recall the exact name. Uh, yeah, I don't remember the Brzezinski, guy. the movie, is, is the name of the, it's the title of the movie. Uh, yeah, I don't remember the director's name, though. Something along those lines. That's yeah. that's kind of like Spice's little pet peeve because yeah. I I had an email conversation with him when he had Brzezinski and I seen I had saw uh, watched the uh, documentary. But also, Bob, have you ever heard of the Gerson therapy? Yeah, Gerson therapy is an- another great way to help rid yourself. Uh, I mean, just looking at uh, alkal- alkalinity in the body is very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very important. We're, we're all kind of into this whole um, apple cider vinegar kind of thing. That uh, I, I take it well now that I'm here in uh, this part of Florida. I don't have it. But for the last two or three weeks, I've been taking it, and I probably will take it twice I, a I've day. I've got some. I, if you need some, I have I'll some. I'll take it for the rest of the Well, two days ain't going to... Well, plus, it's about keeping your pH balance at the proper level because your body will, will fight off everything. Not everything, but your body will do a lot better job fighting things off if it's at the proper pH level. Sure. Right. Cancer thrives in an acidic body. Right. Uh, in an alkaline body, uh, it is able to rid yourself of cancer, and, and they don't like it, the cancerous cells. Um, hey, guys, you know what? I'm going to pull a first in, in Bob Tuscan uh, show and, and guesting history. I have to go to the bathroom all of a sudden. Oh, jeez. Okay, that's not a problem. We can, yeah. uh, we can I, discuss This has never happened ourselves. to me before. <laughs> I, I've never been in the middle of an interview and said, you know what? I really got to take a piss. Did we scare the piss out of you, Bob? <laughs> You've scared the living piss out of me. I'm, I'm so intimidated being here. I've, I'm very nervous. This is my first time uh, <laughs> hey, on the radio. It's all right. We'll talk about Gerson until you get back. Bob, right, don't worry about I'll be, it. I'll be right back. I'm only taking nobody's, right, l- nobody's listening to us anyway. It's just us, you know? <laughs> Let him go to the bathroom. So tell, tell me about the Gerson because he knows about it. I'm going to watch the movie that you brought for me. Yeah, yeah the Gerson therapy. All right, here's the, the, the crux of it, is that you actually juice um, 20 pounds, and it's just give or take, 20 pounds of vegetables, um, and you take it orally every day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You just, you're just on a juice diet, and you actually have a natural organic coffee enemas, which is mm-hmm. the one thing nobody likes to talk about. But they, you know, according to the documentary, according to several documentaries, they have a, an incredibly high success rate, way higher than Brzezinski. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it turns out that this guy, Dr. Gerson, who's from Germany, he had, it, it, it's rife with conspiracy, right, which, you know, caters to us. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, you know, the, the movie that I, I, I... Is it only conspiracy because they want it to be conspiracy? No, because they tried to kill him, and he actually, um, they tried to get, they, 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 they tried to poison him with arsenic, <laughs> and he actually uh, got himself back together because of the, this therapy that he's got. Because uh, the, You're talking about the Gerson. Gerson. Yeah. Oh, Gerson himself. They they tried to poison him. Yeah, yeah. The, the movie that I, the documentary that I brought for Sean to actually give to his mother, um, it's called "Healing Cancer from the Inside." Um, I don't think it's on Netflix, but I bought the DVD. I saw I saw it on like public access, and within five minutes, I actually ordered the DVD. It was it was amazing. The thing that I liked about the this particular documentary is everything that they said. On the bottom of the, you know, of the screen, they cited the study. So I found myself when I bought the DVD, I was, I was pausing it, and uh, my computer was right next to my TV at the time, and I would Google it, and I would read the study and see if it was actually true. So you could actually fact check as you go along, and it's insane that all this shit's out there. And uh, they also, they also 
talk about how uh, homeopathy took over for uh, allopathy or, or how they, they made uh, homeopathy um, illegal while trying to make allopathy the thing to do. You know, because in the, in the 1900s, early 1900s, you had a choice. Right. But guess who got involved? And that's when the MDs were bought out by the pharmaceutical companies because medical doctors weren't... Well, there weren't really pharmaceutical companies much back then, but it was, it was the AMA. The AMA, the American Medical yep. Association, is a lobby group. That's what it started out as. Right. And, and uh, guess who backed it? Who? Rockefellers. There you go. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> Why does this guy's name keep coming up? It always comes up. He's a snake oil salesman. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. All right, so go ahead, Bob, where you were at there. Where was I at? Uh, um, Spice Show. You heard oh, the yeah, week before. We're talking about cancer, yeah, because I heard a show of his where he interviewed that documentary filmmaker. Um, Eric and I was impressed. Eric Marola, or is that the guy's name? Eric Marola is the director of um, of um, um, Berlinski. Berin- Berlinski. Yes. Okay. okay. Cool. Yeah, and I was just really impressed. I was like, "Oh, holy crap!" Um, this guy's talking about some good stuff here. I, I can get behind this. So, after being quite discouraged about uh, the um, what's the guy's name again, Adam. Drew Garaba. Drew <laughs> shows you how much I. I <laughs> After being discouraged with his show, I, I said, "Oh, you know this Spice guy is cool. I'll, I'll call into his show today um, because I, I think he he dig some of these topics." And this was and, all on the same day, out, right? All on the same day, and it turns out he was having Jesse Ventura on that night, mm-hmm. which I thought was also kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, and, that's how they won me over to Bubba's show. Um, my boss kept saying, you got to listen to the show because she knew I listened to talk radio. And the first time I tuned in, they had Jesse Ventura on. And they talked about 9-11 in an open mind, um, even admitting some of them that they believed that there was more to question, Spice being one of them. So that's what actually brought me into listening to Bubba and getting into that whole world with them. So go ahead and continue, man. Sorry. Well, good for them because, you know, we can still have fun and entertainment and not neglect the truth. Yeah, no, we can't I mean, neglect it. I can sit here and make a masturbation joke like I have on the show before, because uh, I'm the master debater. I'm the master debater. There you go. <laughs> and we could still talk about the truth, you know? Right. And that's what There's we try balance. to do here. That's exactly what we try to do here on this show, especially, is is be able to share this information, but still laugh and have fun, you know? I don't think the two have to be mutually exclusive. Uh, and uh, guys like uh, Drew, whatever, they, he does, doesn't seem to get that. But the Spice guy did. So I called up, and I don't remember the, the entire nature of the call, but I, I cited some cures and some alternative cancer information and whatnot. Uh, and I, I made a comment about uh, being in the biz, yeah. so to speak, whatever that is or isn't. And he, and he caught on to that. He said, what, 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 what is it? What do you mean? Who, what are you talking about? And he, I, I told him, look, I, I wasn't interested in, in fishing for a plug here, uh, but he insisted, and he ended up plugging the hell out of my show. I was like, wow, this, this is interesting. Uh, <laughs> a talk show host who is not, because uh, uh, I've, I've mentioned my show on other talk shows that I've called in, and the first response typically is, uh, listen, this is my show, and then they hang up. Right. But this guy plugged the heck out of my show. Am I exaggerating here, Dave? Not at all, not at all. Spice is a good guy, man. Yeah, he really is. I, I've never had any issues with him, and I, he's very open-minded. Um, he, he, walks the, he walks the line with the terrestrial, but I, I think deep down inside he knows the truth. Well, good for him. Uh, it, it shows that we don't have to compromise 
the truth for um, ratings. Um, and uh, good for him. So, yeah, I, I was happy about that. Um, and then I called Todd Schnitt. <laughs> I'm just you, well, you could bet your bottom dollar I wasn't listening to that show. <laughs> yeah, we don't listen to him at all. So, <laughs> just joking. Just Paul Schnitt back in the day when he was on WIOD uh, live, uh, and they've downgraded his his show. I couldn't. I was reading rumors that that guy makes uh, six digits plus, maybe yeah. seven digits. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he does. He he's he's got a lot of money, my friend. He owns uh he owns part he owns uh Keith Oldman the uh. What's it? The district attorney in this uh, town? Oh Tampa? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, he's got he got in trouble for DUI or something. I, I don't know what the hell. Was that was one of his lawyers back during the trial with Bubba. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, he is one of those because uh, he tries to be a right wing conservative, but then he's suing people for uh, insulting him. So that just shows you how much of a right wing conservative he. Yeah, really let's not is. talk about him. Yeah, we don't. Let's go back him. to the whole cancer, alternative <laughs> cancer treatment. Yeah, cancer. One of the things I learned in the um, the documentary is mm-hmm. that the average person gets cancer six to seven times in their lifetime and beat it without without anybody even knowing it. So your body is a wonderful healing machine. And of course, the older we get, the more shit we have in our system, the the worse it is. You know, it's like it's like never changing the oil in your car. You know, it's going to run great for a while, but after a while, it's going to uh, it's going to break down. So. Uh, you know, if you if you feed your body right, your body should be able to fight off the cancer because it doesn't want it there. Same thing, you, know, you cut your finger, you know, a week later, it's, it's back to normal. You get a cold, a week later, you're back to normal because your body wants it this way. You get a thorn in your finger, your body pushes it out. This well, what is a cold? What What is... Uh, what is sickness? What is illness? What What is a virus? It's the body's natural. Well, when you get sick, it's your body's natural way of defending and pushing it out. Like when our son... Detox. Yeah, exactly. Right. When our son gets sick, we don't give him Tylenol to stop his fever. All we do is monitor him. If he gets overheated, we take him to the tub. We keep him cool, but we yeah. don't we don't give him Tylenol to, to actually Tylenol. That's not that's not worse. true. We uh, actually have sweated out of him before. Well, we didn't give him Tylenol though. That's no. good. In fact, they say that if if you um, reach a temperature over a certain uh, height, certain height, that didn't sound right. Certain temperature. We know what you're certain talking temperature. about. Okay, uh, that. Um, the, it will later on in life uh, deter the uh, rate of cancer in, in the chi- in the person's body. Um, and I've had Dr. Mary Toko on the show before to talk about this, uh, and, and it's it's very interesting. I, I just tonight, guys, you might find this interesting. I had on the authors of a book called "Why Germs Don't Make You Ill and Drugs Can't Cure You," uh, and they talk about the germ theory of illness, and and they state exactly what you just said, Sean, that. Illness, when you when you have a common cold, what we consider to be a common cold, that's your body getting rid of the poisons that are actually causing the illness. And, and those poisons don't come from germs. They come from the high fructose corn syrup, vaccine, fluoride, chemtrails. cocktail. Chemtra- oh, you can't forget the chemtrails. <laughs> Gotta add the chemtrails, four toads here. Absolutely. <laughs> sorry. Well, chemtrails are killing us all. Let's Bullshit. Just- <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry, I had to sneeze. Can we have a show where I come on and we don't have to go on a tangent about chemtrails? Mr. Never. No, I can't do that kind of show. I'm sorry. Come on, dude. I, you know, I had a debate on my show that Four Toad should have been involved with. Uh, I had Ralph Epperson on, the historian uh, and New World Order researcher, who was bugging me to come on to, to debunk chemtrails. And I said, oh, this is going to be great. 
we'll have a debate here. This will remind me of the times we've talked with Fortoad. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a great show, I got to tell you. Uh, but I had about probably 10 callers call in and just rip this guy to pieces. So one of these days, uh, Dave, if you want to come on, I'd love for my listeners to tear you apart. Yeah, but I can't. I can't curse on your show, and I and I can't. You seem... can't express yourself without cursing. <laughs> no, I'm I'm from Brooklyn, He's and I'm Brooklyn. a truck driver. You know, from I, Brooklyn, and you're a truck driver. So well, it's like it's in the it's in the book. I have to curse. All right. Well, <laughs> I tr- I'll try, but see, when I get heated, um, he, he can't control it. Sometimes it gets a little. That's that's why I do this. You know, little radio, internet radio show, because I can say what I want. Well, have an extra dose of fluoride and inhale some <laughs> on the show. I just have to make sure I don't drink because it's, it's only when I drink that I get actually uh, rambunctious. What have you had to drink tonight? A little whiskey? A few no, beers. I've had about six Bud Light. <laughs> oh, you're live in the studio tonight. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he actually came down. Every couple of weeks he'll come down and visit with us and be live in studio. Maybe even one week you can come down and do it because I know you're not too, too far. I'm not. I, I have to make the trip to South Florida tomorrow, which... I'm not looking forward to. We're, we're in North Central Florida, and my folks live in South Florida. I grew up in the uh, sixth borough of New York, Dave, um, also known as Long Miami. Oh, Miami. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my parents are New Yorkers, and everybody else down there is either New York and New York and that. New York and New York What is a New York I don't know. You know, I- I recently went to Miami for like a day thing for uh, for work, and yeah. it reminded me of all the reasons why I moved out of New York. Exactly, exactly. It it's that place in which uh, people are all nasty. Uh, you have so many transients from every part of the world. Can't find parking. Traffic's a bitch. Yep. But the bagels are good. But the but the bagels are good, and yeah. and you can. Uh, yeah, there. I mean, that's it. The food's decent there. You can find an ethnic restaurant that you might like. So it's like Epcot. It's well, just not as fun. <laughs> <laughs> those people at Epcot do make a killing. That only those little country restaurants. I could imagine because they that's charge Disney prices, gig. don't they? Yeah, I mean, Epcot's a good gig, but Epcot to bring it to a topic of relevance to the New World Order is just that. It's a little new world order. It is. Did you, you know, hear how I just go to Germany and hang out? <laughs> did you hear there's actually a conspiracy of actually how Disney World was created. They did something completely unconstitutional. They like created their own city and had you got to look into it. I heard it. I don't remember where I heard it, but it, I was like, "Wow, even Disneyland is Disney World is fucked up." Oh, big time. They have a they have multiple layers. They have like a whole underground city. Um, and, and their own secret police. Yeah, they have an underground prison. It's really yeah. awesome. Well, it's not even that. It's because bef- they, they, uh, Walt Disney started buying property, but he bought property. Yeah, the story of the starting of the, right. Do you know that story, the initial starting story of how they got Disney built? I don't know at all. Um, what they did is they went in and privately, uh, under subcontracts, under aliases, bought up different plots of land so that people mm-hmm. didn't know what was going on so they the price didn't increase as they were buying up all these plots of land. Well, that that's one thing. And then all, well, once, that's just good business. Once they yeah, all, I was going to say, is that illegal? <laughs> right. <laughs> once they all got together, they formed something that was completely unconstitutional. What's that? 
I, they formed like their own city, and then and then the, the 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 city leader was a guy that was in the corporation. I can't remember. I just I remember hearing it. Well, all know. cities are corporations, though. Not 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 all of them, but but the you United States is a corporation. Every single city is a corporation. But the, the, the way they went about it was completely illegal, but they let it go through anyway. And, and I think they had CIA in on it. I, I can't even remember where they Now you sound it. like a conspiracy theorist, Dave. Uh, oh, I am. talking about, dude. <laughs> it's just, I, I can't, it blew my mind. I can't remember where I heard it, how I heard it. All right. But it blew my mind. because I don't another chemtrail. <laughs> I, I would if they were around here. It seems to be every time I come down to Sean's it house. I've been so here. Bizarre. Yeah, check this out, Bob. Six or seven times. Every time we're together, even if we go up to Tampa, when we are together, there's not a chemtrail in the air. Because we're always talking about, oh, wait, till, when we're sitting there, I'm going to point them out to you and we're going to talk about it. And every time we're together, there's not a one. Actually, come to think of it, they, they've taken a break here as well. Um, but it's also been pretty, you know, it's this time of year in Florida for those who are out of state. Every afternoon, practically, you can count on a thunderstorm. Yep, yep. Although we had a week long last week. Yeah, same here. You know, Tampa's the lightning capital of the world, they say. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear uh, just uh, last week, three people camping, and I think Lakeland got blasted, but they didn't die, yeah. I mean, if you're going to go, is is that a good way to go, maybe? I don't know. They weren't camping. They set up a tent in their backyard to practice camping during a thunderstorm with their children. (laughs) (laughs) That's completely asinine. What in the hell? They were play camping. They were playing retard. (laughs) Well, hey, they didn't die. Jeez. They weren't actually camping. They were pretending to camp before they camped. That makes it worse. I just wanted to point that out. They were playing retard. I did that as a kid. I mean... I did too, but not during, you know, lightning and thunder. Good God. You had to think a little bit before you do it, but you know. So anyway, we totally derailed you. Where were you at, Bob? (laughs) Chemtrails. Chemtrails, that's right. No, no chemtrails. Jeez. (laughs) Moving right along. So cancer, uh, spice, we got through that. Yeah. What else else has been um, heating you? Uh, How about Hastings? Hastings, oh, that guy was definitely killed by... Either a drone attack or they controlled his car with, I mean, this technology does exist. Right. So whether or not they did it, uh, it's besides the point. We know this technology could have done it if, if they wanted to. Uh, and there was a lot of suspicious, um. So wait a minute. You don't think a drone would be easily identifiable? You know? Well, I don't, I don't know that it was a drone though, in this okay. case. I, I'm, I'm, um, more inclined to believe that his car uh, was was um, hacked? Hacked, yeah. That that's where we're at, pretty much with it. Also, yeah, we did a little research on that today, and it uh, it's plausible. It's no, hard. I mean we got the head of DARPA going on the record saying that this technology exists and that they they can use it. Uh, so I mean, well, just just by the mere fact that a computer can control the car means that it can be controlled. And on all those cars have the option to have the parkometer or whatever the hell it's called where they automatically park now, which means it can control steering, steering, braking, and acceleration. I mean, talk about a, a, a New World Order uh, nightmare. Let's, I mean, if we, we're all concerned about the, the Google glasses and all these technologies, but could you imagine having everyone drive a car because of the luxury because of the convenience that's controlled by a computer mm-hmm. and be completely vulnerable and, and in the hands of anyone in, in, 
and even worse, a governmental agency that wants to hack in and do what they want with it. I mean, they can, think about how much control that can give them. We, we're people here in the States that really um, thrive off of being able to have the freedom to travel. Well, we're restricted in, in many regards, with especially this past 4th of July with DUI checkpoints mm-hmm. and, and the police and whatnot. But th- this just takes it to a whole nother level. I mean, it's, it's a crazy thought. Yeah, how long until your car can sense the alcohol in your breath and just won't start anymore? I, I know yeah. we have that technology there already because if you get a DUI in the state of Florida, that's one of the options you have. I need to replace my car soon, too, and I don't want to buy a new one. I want I, I want a new one with a warranty, but I don't want a new one. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like well, I'm going to go buy a piece of one shit. With, with not a lot of miles on it. You know, that's that's what I did. Or just don't get the Parkomatic uh, option. You know, well, like I said to you, though, Dave, they charge you an extra $900, $1,000 to put it in. But my thought, they're not going to – the car has already got the ability to do it in it. All they do is add the programming, and that's really what I think. I think everything's already no, in no, there. No, 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 no. you got to understand, you got, there's hydraulics involved when it comes to the you know steering the wheel back and forth. There's hydraulics involved when it comes to pressing. They're not going to put that in, mm. right? I don't know. Mm. It's an option. <laughs> All right. Anyway, well, it's only a $1,000 option to them. It's probably $10 to put in. Uh, whatever. So, anyway. So, yeah. So, we agree with that, Bob, that uh, it's definitely fishy. Here, here's the reason why that's 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 total bullshit. Because <laughs> if, if if it was already installed and disabled, mm-hmm. guys like me would figure out a way to enable it. Mm, that's true. Right? And then, right. I, then you put it out on the internet, and boom. Here is a free hack to get your Mercedes the $900 uh, upgrade. upgrade. Right. Right. And and you know what? I would never, ever, ever get a car with that. That might already of... exist, though, Dave. What do you mean? The hack probably is out there. We just you know just because we don't know about it doesn't mean that. Oh, I'm people... I I am kind of steep into the uh, I'm yeah. deep into the hacker world. Not deep into it, but I'm <laughs> I'm into it. I gotta watch what I say. I always knew you were a hack, um, <laughs> <laughs> especially when it comes to chemtrails. Uh, you know, talking about DUI for a second. Yep. DUIs. Of course, the checkpoints, as we know, are unconstitutional and just no. crazy police state stuff. Why would they? Wait a minute. Why are they unconstitutional? Why? Why are they unconstitutional? Well, forget the constitution. It's just a goddamn piece of paper. Let's, yeah, but it's. Wait a minute. It's for your safety. And by the way, if you can't tell, yeah. I'm being incredibly. Facetious. Of course, of course. No, I. I mean, it's just an infringement on our our natural law rights. Um, but but for a second, I I wanted to talk about. You know, okay, so we know the the checkpoints are ridiculous and whatnot, but how about what they're doing in Georgia? Did you guys see this story by chance? No, which one's this? Forced blood removal? Yeah, the forced blood removal. Oh, yeah, yeah. The video of them not taking it. They're strapping people down to tables, literally strapping them down and forcing them to give their blood like vampires with shiny badges and costumes on. They're not giving their blood. They're taking it. They're taking your blood, right. whether you like you, it or not. What do you mean? Are they just like... If you refuse a DUI I'm, I'm for the article in, in, in Georgia or in the specific area in Georgia, they will arrest you, put you on a gurney, on the spot, take your blood. In the station, not on the spot. Although, one of our listeners, um, Bob, works in California, and guess what one of her jobs is? She's blood. A, she's, she's a, a phlebotomist, and she is the one on call to go out and take the blood for police. Well, one of but our she, but, but 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 they just do it at the hospital. They don't do. Or maybe does she do it on site? Uh, I don't know, Jen. If you got a second, you want to call and tell Bob where you do it at. That would be great. Yeah, Maybe I'd love to hear about that. I mean, the the pictures r- really tell a, a thousand wor- have a 
pictures tell a thousand words. How does that go again? It speaks volumes. Speaks speaks a thousand words. There you go. Because when you see them, they're strapped down, okay? And then one of the cops, there's like five cops for a strapped down person there, which makes no sense as usual. But uh, one of the cops has their head, their hand, uh, their arm around the guy's neck, and they hold you down in a headlock as they're already forcibly removing uh, blood from your your veins. As you're strapped down. Like, why do you need to be in a headlock if you're already, all your arms and legs are strapped down, you can't move anyway. Why do they have to even touch you? So even if you're not, here's the other thing, even if you're complying, which I don't know why people would comply, but even if you're complying, uh, they will still, on top of that, uh, pin you down and, and hold you in a headlock, even if you comply. Bob, we got our, our friend Jen Bridges here, our, our phlebotomist. Say that five times fast. Phlebotomist, 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 phlebotomist. failed. That wasn't fast. <laughs> Jen, how you doing, sweetie? Good, and you? I'm doing good. What can you, uh, what can you uh, tell us about what your job is, where it happens, how it goes down? Uh, they call me anytime they arrest somebody for DUI or under the influence. And I just respond to where they need me, whether it's at the police station, at the hospital. Um, I have responded to the scene. Um, it just depends where they need me. So it can go anywhere. Now, when, when you respond on scene, is it uh, voluntary for the person yeah. that, that's getting the blood drawn, or are they making them do it? No, usually if it's on the scene, it, it's voluntary. If they start giving them problems, they'll take them back you know, to the hospital. Either, you know, the hospital, if they have to get checked or um, to the police station, they won't do a forced blood draw um, out on the scene. Usually if I go to the scene, it's usually an accident and, there's, you know, they need to fly them out. It's usually something that's really quick. So, um, so wait a second, they, they, do, they do do forced blood draws, though? Uh, well, recently the Supreme Court just passed, just put down a ruling that you can't do forced blood draws. So here in California, they've stopped doing those within the last couple of months. Have you but, ever done a forced blood draw? Yeah, that's my next question. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah all the, we would do them. I would probably do a couple of months. Well, d- didn't like, you feel completely, I mean, how did you feel about that? I mean, I know it's your job, but the, the Nazis were doing their job as well. Did, at any point, you say, I can't do this? <laughs> Well, dang, I've never been compared to... Uh, You're a Nazi, Jen. You're a, no, Nazi? <laughs> we love you, Jen. You know that. It's kind of like the double-edged sword, I would say, because one, you have you don't want to violate their rights, and they do right. have a right. I, it, it's sad that you would have to be pinned down. On the other hand... you got to get paid. Person, Right. Yeah, that too. I mean, it's my job. I, you know, I need to make money to support myself and my family. But on the other hand, too, they're really intoxicated. The ones that, you know, the ones that are going to really fight it are the ones that are really intoxicated and just are ready to fight. And, you know, I see where they're not going to get a conviction on this person without the blood draw. So that's their evidence. Are these people strapped uh, it down? Is. It's a really, it's a really fine line that they walk. You know, I could see both sides of it. I just sent you a copy of the article we're talking about uh, that has the video in it. So if you get a chance to take, not right now, obviously, but so you can see what we're talking about. When you did this, were they, you know, secured to a table as we were talking before you called? 
No, they don't. I mean, they can. They usually they'll get handcuffed. Like if it's in the hospital, they can handcuff them to the gurney. Usually, they're going to put them face down and have them handcuffed. And then usually, I'm trying to get it, you know, from the back of their arm, or the, or the, or they'll stick their arms straight out, and officers will hold their arms down. But they are pinned down, and you know, if they're really fighting, you know, five officers can be sitting on top of them to get the blood out. I mean, there's been a couple of times when I've refused to draw it because it's a danger to myself. It's a danger to the person. I don't want to hurt them, you know, because tomorrow they're going to wake up and they're probably normal, decent people. You know, they just got themselves wrapped up into something that, you know, a mistake. Right. Some people, you know, they're going to regret it and they're going to see what they did. And then there's, you get people that are just complete assholes. They don't care that they're risking their lives and, or they're driving and they got their kids in the car and, you know, some people just don't get it. But, yeah, I mean, it... It does happen, though. Their rights. The, yeah, it does. The main point is it does happen. Jen, I appreciate you taking the time to call us tonight, sweetie. Yeah, thanks. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Bob might reach out to you one day and try to uh, talk to you some more about this, maybe. You never know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a really hot topic. I mean, I called into Shannon's show, I think it was like a month ago, mm-hmm. and talked about it, and... Rick J. just could not get past the point of it's not sterile, they're going to get an infection, and all of a sudden, I tried to talk to him about that. You know, he was more concerned, I think, about... Did they call you a Nazi? (laughs) No, they did not call me a Nazi. Okay, well, I'm sorry. And I've been... um, Compared to a Nazi, but I mean, do you, do you wear brown brown scrubs with a swastika on it? When you go. Oh my god, Bob! <laughs> I'm gonna stick the women no. on you in a sec, Bob. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, what's next? Are you gonna force them to the to get their blood drawn in the gas chamber? I mean, oh, right, maybe I've gone too far with that. Yeah, obviously, I'm joking. Okay. All right, Jen, we're going to cut you loose, sweetie. Thank you very much. All right, talk to you guys later. Talk to you later, dear. Bye-bye. Have a good one. So there you go, Bob. There's somebody who, who's done it, who, who has you know experienced it, and has even refused it because of the safety of herself, the officers, and the patient. You see the, you see the line, though. I mean, I love Jen, but you see the line. <laughs> yeah. Herself, officers, person yeah. who she really should be giving a shit about, last. Well, I'll let her deal with you on that comment. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I, I, so I, I got so many tweets to, to respond to when I got home. Tomorrow. I'm sure you do. <laughs> so, Bob, I, I do have that article up on on uh, my web website, Raz Radio Live. Um, so, anybody out there that wants to see it, you guys can find it there. I'm sure you've talked about it a few. The video is up there, uh, and it's disturbing to see. I mean, this isn't like she was talking to Gurney with some handcuffs. This is a blue table with almost an execution table. It looks like because it's got the arm planks that go out that the arms go down on. Um, and that's the video I saw. Have you ever been, have you recently been operated on? Uh, no. Cause that's an, I've been operated on a couple times in the last year and mm-hmm. that's actually what happened. Were, were you in a police station when they did that? No, I was in a hospital. Okay. Well, this was in a police station. Same thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. So that's an important <laughs> thing that we, that I agree with, uh, you on a hundred percent, Bob, that, uh, we're seeing this way too much is this. This blood drawing. And the other thing we're seeing way too much, which m- maybe some people would say is some you know, bullshit to be talking about, uh, I know Dave would, would disagree with that sentiment, is uh, the the mass execution of, of animals, of dogs in this country. But who will shoot your dogs <laughs> if there's no government? You have any thoughts on that? 
You're talking about the cop shooting the dog in uh, Hawthorne? That's just one example yeah, of about a, 15 from the past two weeks. That's just the most recent, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this has been going on for a while. We, we interviewed somebody over a year ago that um, had their house raided and, and their dog shot in front of their kids. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's scary. Um, we see these videos, and we see the dog getting shot, and, and we... we Look at it the same way we would see somebody's child getting shot. Uh, and there was a study, actually, that supports that uh, human beings have the same bonding they do with their babies, with their children, that, uh, that they do with their dogs. Um, this was an actual peer-reviewed study from some medical journal in, in Great Britain. Um, so, man's best friend, right? I mean, the fact that the police uh, have decided that and oftentimes you have to wonder are these dogs kind dogs you know i've i've never had a problem with a dog in my life uh the most vicious looking dogs are sometimes the sweetest puppies uh, mm-hmm. hold on a second how can how come the entire united states postal uh force go out without guns and deal with with dogs all the time and they don't get to shoot anybody or, or shoot any dogs at best, they 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 carry mace. How come they can do it, but the my fucking pu- cops can't? My mailman brings a dog treat for my dog. Yeah, well, he's smart. Yeah, you just wave the to cops a dog's heart is his stomach. Cops are fucking dumb and they're fucking assholes. And I'll say it again: you're fucking dumb and you're a fucking asshole. Dave doesn't really like the cops. In case you can't tell. About I mean, there, there are certain cops out there that are. That, I mean, bullshit. The, the peace officers. I know people don't like that when I say that, but I've had peace officers protect my rights. Uh, I've had peace officers also trample on my rights. Mm-hmm. Uh, more so the latter. But you know, there's a couple good people out there. A couple. And most yeah. of them are usually the older cops, at least in my experience. Yeah. Um, tend to be, and they're the ones almost on their way out. They're bringing all these new guys in. And uh, they're 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 using the training they've received because a lot of them are veterans. You know, they're using that. We're running through the the uh, the streets of Iraq, and now they're running through the streets of America. Right. Well, and, and that uh, PTSD or is it P- post traumatic yep. stress disorder? Yeah. Yep. PTSD is a uh, is a major factor. And and the cops have been militarized. That's the other thing. In general, mm-hmm. they consider themselves to be a para, paramilitary uh, organization. Um, and for a while, I was going at it with my cops here locally. Uh, the police station here did a radio show, a radio show, a public relations PR show. You know, really, otherwise what, known as propaganda. What's the number? <laughs> oh, geez, they, they took it off the air. Oh, but okay. I, I was. I was a regular I, caller. I, I, I thought mean, I just found myself a new hobby. <laughs> dude, I, I called them every weekend I was on their call. And one weekend in particular, we had the craziest thing happen. I called up and, and I, I drilled them on the fact that um, they had previously stated that they would take away weapons under a martial law situation from people's houses. Uh, and I brought I brought that up again, and I went off on them. I said, you know, this is unconstitutional unless you have a search warrant and probable cause. You can't go around and take people's guns like they did in Katrina. Uh, you go around and just, especially in a in a time of of crisis when people need to protect themselves the most. Uh, and this officer says, kept telling me, well, if we have an order to do so, 
we have to follow that order. Mm. And I kept trying to explain to him, well, no, you, you don't. You supposedly swore an oath to the Constitution, and that's why agent groups like uh, Oath Keepers are, are really awesome, and other sh- constitutional sheriffs like Sheriff Mack and, and others are, are great. But this, this city cop, who was their PR guy who did the radio show each week, just went back and forth with me on this, back and forth, and just said, well, if it... We're given orders, you know. We're, and then he says we're paramilitary. We, you know, we got to take our orders, and we can't interpret the law. Blah blah blah. Well, that show, I, I tell you what, they probably had six or seven calls after me, and every single one of them took this police officer, PR officer, to task. Uh, and and it was a great moment where I said, "Wow, the community!" And I didn't I didn't you know ask for these other callers to call in, but they heard my call and the conversation we were having and and backed me up, uh, just as regular regular listeners overwhelmingly. Um, and uh, soon after, they canceled the show. Uh, I don't know if that was the reason, but <laughs> they they canceled the show. We'll it's give kind of, you the credit. It's kind of like shooting themselves in the foot, you know. They realized that they couldn't let this continue to to uh, to be going on because you guys were tearing them down. It sounds like right, we were, be- and, and we were shattering their paradigm of following orders. You know, they, they hate to say this again, but but the Nazis were following orders. Right. You know, that, I hate that Nazi example. I'm, it's the easiest one now. Nazis, yeah. All right, so, Any, the, so then, so then, say you know Mussolini's guys. Yeah, I mean the or, or, the, or, or Mao Zedong's people. You know? Yeah, the uh, Hutu were were taking orders. Right. You know? Well, and that, that's that's the African biggest country. downfall for any country is when the people sworn to protect decide to not follow the rules of of humanity and that's decide to follow the rules of their leader. That just makes again. That means they're dumb. They're not thinking. They're just they're they're automatons. They're just doing what they're told, and oh, uh, that's what they told me to do. They just they're not thinking. Fucking well, are morons. they dumb? And if so, are are the police departments targeting idiots, for lack of a better term? Well, to, I, th- I think um, most people in this country are idiots. Well, that's that's the case, and uh, and actually, there there are reports of police departments looking for people with with lower IQs and discouraging people with high IQs and uh, people who are well educated from joining the force. Yeah, and their excuses, and because this happened in Connecticut a couple years back, where the, the this this a high IQ guy who wanted to join the force, they said, "No, we think your IQ is so high that you're going to get bored, and you're going to we're going to put all this money and effort into training, <laughs> and then you're going to get another job." So therefore, we cannot hire smart people. And I got a I got a letter this past an email this past week from a former cop after he heard a segment I do on on Shannon Burke's show, and uh, he said uh, simply there was a big push about fifteen years ago to hire only cops with four or more years degree of college. Soon, bachelor's degree became more like a high school diploma, and most applicants recruits walked in with a master's degree and more. But we all have learned uh, that just because you have that master's degree. Um, you know, doesn't necessarily mean you're the smartest. You're just, oh, yeah. as he said here, um, so what did that make? So, simply you had, you soon had only bookworm, bookworm People, kids that never had real life outside the classroom, zero street smarts, common sense. Right. You're just well, no, regurgitating facts. That's right. Exactly. And they followed orders. They, they jumped through hoops and they were, were good, uh, zombies. Yeah. I mean, that's what the education system's based on. It's the same sort of principle. And, We've talked about that before, and and, and it's a product. Uh, it's uh, it's well, I I want to say the the police officers and their uh, you know 
order taking fashion are are a product of that indoctrination system. Let's not call it education. That indoctrination system. Absolutely. That's why we plan on homeschooling. You know, I mean, that's we're trying to get ahead of the game with with our youngest here or my youngest. And uh, our main goal is to homeschool. You know, and that's I feel that's a very important thing for us to do in in order to avoid our son becoming a zombie. And and even unschooling in a sense, uh, which is a whole different ballpark in a sense. But unschooling is is the promotion of the natural curiosity that we all have as children. Yeah. Um, child and, child directed learning. Yeah, and and it's it's not too far. There's extreme versions of that where the people don't even teach the kids how to read. I, I I'm not a big fan of that. I think we need to at least equip them with the basics, the trivium, grammar, logic, and rhetoric. Yeah, teach them how and to then, curse up right. <laughs> oh, man, you creepy ass cracker. Don't bring that up, please. Well, I wasn't really referring creepy to her, but. Cracker. <laughs> Come on. Ass cracker. That's a whole other story. That's a whole other story. That we haven't into. mentioned that once tonight. Well, because it's irrelevant. It's, it's irrelevant, yeah. It is the most irrelevant thing out there. It's just a next distraction to keep up. First, we had the girl that murdered her. her uh, or last time we had the girl that murdered her boyfriend. Before that, we had Casey Anthony. Before that, we had whatever. Before that, we had whatever. There's always going to be something. John A. Ramsey. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait. Tonight, it is the airplane, airplane that crash. crashed in San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, that's a little different. But, I mean, they've taken these stories and they've spent. Uh, Michael Jackson was on the news for over a year after he died. And, and we're still hearing him. Uh, what was the other the, that um, blonde chick? Uh, Farrah Fawcett. Oh, Anna well, Nicole Smith. Yeah. No, Farrah Fawcett got drowned out by Michael Jackson's death. They both died the same day, and nobody cared about Michael Jackson more than Farrah Fawcett. Wasn't that the same? Yeah, same day. Yeah, that was the same day. Horrific cancer. I mean, yeah, another oh, cancer. Imagine that. How many people but, die of cancer anymore? It's ridiculous. Well, uh, what's her name? Uh, Anna Nicole, not Anna Nicole Smith. Uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Angelina Jolie. She won't be dying because she preemptively cut off her. Oh, her oh yes, because she had the gene. Yes. Hey, all right, Bob. She has the gene. Bob, let me ask you this. Right? Suppose there was a such thing as tip of dick cancer. Right? No, there is. Okay. I'm chopping off my cock as we speak. To- <laughs> all right. Because <laughs> you're, you're the you're the only one that I've asked that question to. So, yeah, I'm going to preemptively because old guys are like, nope, I'll just wait till I get it. I'm the master debater. <laughs> That's exactly right, and I won't have to do that anymore because <laughs> I won't get cancer. But I sure as hell won't, won't have uh, any ch- a chance to debate. You know, uh, I you know I won't let that drop ever go away, right, Bob? <laughs> I know. That's I I brought it up. I volunteered to, to bring it up earlier, so just so you you know you get that out of the way. Um, but actually, there is penis cancer. I don't know that it's called that. Um, <laughs> we can call it that. I just like tip of dick cancer because really, <laughs> all, all cancer. we really care about is the tip. <laughs> just a tip. <laughs> no, I, and you know what we can call the uh, the surgeon? We can call them a bobbitologist. <laughs> <laughs> bobbitologist, that's great. Oh, God, Bob, you're pretty witty, I got to say, man. <laughs> yeah. Not bad for a, for a Jewish guy. Uh, oh wait, did I just say that? Oh shit! We're to send the Nazis over, Jen. Oh where my are you god, at? he's part, he's <laughs> part of the uh, the Zionist regime. Yes, yeah. yeah. You no, know, I get that a lot. I come from a Jewish oh, family. No. Let's let's. Can I give out this disclaimer? Do we sure. have time for this? Absolutely, bud. Okay, I come from a Jewish family. Um, I'm completely secular. My parents raised me in a secular fashion to uh, treat people as 
you know, people themselves and whatnot and uh, and so on and so forth. And, yeah, my, we ate bagels, but... Um, With locks? You know, pretty normal people, you know. My dad wasn't some, you know, Rothschild banker or anything like that. And all the Jewish people I knew around me weren't involved with that. They, you know, they were... Some of them had stereotypical Jew jobs, but, you know, the accountant and the lawyer and whatnot, but... <laughs> And the deli, the deli guy the deli was Jewish. Guy, yeah. yeah, definitely Jewish. But the the point is, here's my disclaimer. And I've I've had to deal with this a lot because being out there in the fashion I'm out there, uh, there's this whole group of people out there that are called what I like to call Jew firsters, and they have they have a hard time deciphering between criminals who happen to be Jewish, uh, a criminal state known as Israel who happens to use the name of Jews collectively, but really has no actual, uh, you know, basis in Judaism. Uh, there's a whole group called Jews Against Judaism who've shown this, who are much more religious and into the Torah than I or, or most Jews could, could ever imagine. Uh, and um, the point, I guess the disclaimer is, I've exposed Zionism whenever I've had the chance to. I've talked about the Mossad's role in 9-11. I've even done shows on the Holocaust, the most taboo of topics that you could ever discuss. In fact, if I was to travel to Israel or Germany or a few other countries, I could risk being arrested for the shows that I've done. Okay, Ugh. But still, even still, I still get nonstop hate mail. You Jew rat-faced piece of you-know-what it's it's amazing that the, and and I believe I personally believe that a big part of that are COINTELPRO mm -hmm. trolls that are trying to derail honest information uh, because if you think about it, Sean, when you first started, you know, realizing that nine eleven was what it was, and you told people your average person about it, and you said, you know, hey, the 9-11, one of the first things you'll, you'll hear is, oh, what do you get, one of those guys that thinks the Jews did it? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I heard that a few times. You know, what are you, you, are you one of those Jews guys? And, and I think that's, that's poisoning the well, perhaps on, on purpose. Yeah. Um, a lot and, of people don't understand that there is a difference between a Jew and Judaism, or a, a Jesuit. Zionism. Zionism or Jesuit. Yeah. But also, that's the easy way out. It is because they don't you know, want to hear the information. It's like it's like calling the uh, a black person, you know, getting in an argument with a black person and dropping the n bomb. You know, it's just the easy way of of hurting somebody, and uh, it's it's it, it it when when you, when you resort to shit like that, it just deflates your argument. Yeah. I feel we had a, we had a show host uh, or, or uh, dangerous conversation. You've been on with Ledge before. He had um, a guy that's on that's all regular with him. Decent guy. He's, he's more of a left winger, progressive type guy. But he's got some good information he puts out. Um, uh, Brad Friedman. I don't know if you ever heard of him or not. Jew. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we had Pede Monsanto. No, no. There was another. <laughs> there was another guy on. Um, he's a local libertarian here who's run for for offices, and he turned to Brad. And obviously, they weren't in studio; they were on the phone. But he said to Brad, "You're a piece of shit." And to be honest, and that's coming from a libertarian-based per person. And I lost a lot of respect for that person because I don't turn and do that to people. I don't, I don't use insults or derogatory terms. Just because the guy is Jewish? No, no, no. Said that? No, they, they, they were, they were battling. They were arguing about something right. that they totally disagreed okay. on. And he's like, you know what? You're a piece of shit. 
And I was like, whoa, wait a second, you know. Why, Ad hominem. Why would you go to, why, why, why go to that level? Show, show respect and, and win your argument with respect, not with I mean, insults. we can disagree and still have civil discourse. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Dave and I do it all the time. Now, we'll call each other, you know, fucking idiots or pieces yeah, we'll, of shit, but we're well, friends. We'll, uh, well ne I'll <laughs> right. never call you, you short little fucking Mexican, or mm -hmm. you'll never call me big fat whatever. You know, it's just, we don't go there. Right, exactly. We just call each other dicks and then we laugh about it. Right, you know, and that's it, the way you have it, civil discourse. Yeah, that guy, I, was it Alex? That, Alex yeah, Schnitker, Schnitker, yeah. Schnitker that did it? Yeah, I, I listened to their show. They're, they have a show out here uh, in Tampa Bay Area. 17... Uh, 1787 Network. It's yeah. uh, like, I don't know, 10 to 12 on Fridays. And I actually met those guys um, at uh, the Rebel Inc. show last year. And they seem to be nice people, but I started listening to their show, and this is before the the last presidential election, and they were just hardcore, staunch libertarian. Like, and I'm a voluntarist, right? And I I, I don't I don't subscribe to any fucking party because I think the whole entire government should go, right? But he was he was just as staunch as any Republican or as yeah. a Democrat. And I just lost total interest in him after like two or three weeks because you better vote and you better vote this Those way. Those are the Rand Paul supporters. Uh, and I said Rand Paul, right? Um, yeah. You know, well, well, they they're, are, they're going to Rand Paul now because there's, you know, the Messiah has left the building, right? And but, it's, but they miss, they miss. Uh, you know, it, it's it's just you're right. It's just as much of a a party as as the Republicans or the Democrats, and and they don't they don't entertain nine eleven. They 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 look at all that stuff as crazy. Well, so some of these libertarians, anyways. Well, not only that, it's been co-opted because if, I voted in the 2008 election, right? I, I, from then, I haven't voted, or I don't haven't voted anymore. Or was uh, what was this? We're in 2012, yeah, 2013. 2013, right? yeah. So I voted 2008, right? Because I was still working, and I voted third party, and I voted Bob Barr, right? But turns out Bob Barr was just, you know, he. I found out afterwards that he was the guy that led the uh, procession against Clinton in the Monica Lewinsky things. He was a staunch Republican, and then turns out in the 2012 election. Uh, he was not part of the Libertarian Party anymore. Who did he? Who did he give his backing for? Romney. Romney. So I was like, ah, oh. they 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 successfully in, uh, infiltrated the Libertarian Party and got this guy to be the the head the of the Libertarian Party and the presidential um, uh, guy, and, yeah. and it's all bullshit. They did that with uh, Wayne Allen. Wayne Allen Root. Root, yeah. yeah, same thing. Uh, very wealthy Jewish turned evangelical Christian libertarian from Vegas, tons of money. Ran as the vice presidential candidate for the Libertarian Party. Years later, he says, "Oh, you know what? Uh, you know, I'm going to back the Republicans." Yeah, it's all bullshit, man. Yeah, I pretty much. I think after this past year was my cutoff for trying to even participate in the. Uh, if you don't vote, you get you can't bitch. Bullshit. No, that's bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. I could bitch up a storm. Here's the thing. Since the last presidential election, I did not vote in. Because I only really vote in, in presidential elections. But the last one I didn't vote in. And it's, and it's actually nice to stand behind because now I got no fucking dog in the race, right? So I can't say, well, I voted for this guy, so I'm backing him. I could see, I could see clearly how screwed up the entire system is because I didn't vote for any of them. And I, I, I hardly suggest that the next presidential election that comes by, don't vote or vote for a third party just so that so that if they, hopefully they get you know five percent of the vote and then yeah. then you could really actually kill the two party system. I'm actually a big fan of voting for nobody. Uh, nobody's going to go to Washington and make a difference, and nobody can really change the the state of the country. Uh, and you know nobody he, he's he's able nobody's able to uh, 
deal with the chemtrails uh, like we need them to. Anarchist, uh, and, you, and, and you're trying to bait me. It's not going to work. <laughs> but nobody for president in 2012 uh, and four toed for vice president. You mean 2016? Fuck that. I don't want, I don't want to control anybody's <laughs> life. Dave, doesn't want, Dave just wants to go to his island in Honduras and be happy and be left alone. No, no not, I don't want to go to the island in Honduras. No man is an island, Dave. Uh, no, I'm going to. I don't know. Dave's pretty big, man. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you guys job. didn't call each other fat Mexicans or whatever. <laughs> short Mexican, fat. Yeah, I'm the Irish short. Man. I'm the short Italian Mexican. So you're you're really part Mexican. I'm oh, Ita- dude, you got to hear the story. Go tell him the story. I'm Italian, Mexican, and Irish. My the- my great 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 grandfather, my my grandpa's grandpa, was president of Mexico, 1914 to 1916. His name was Victoriano Huerta. Um, him and his father started the Mexican Revolution. Uh, and murdered the prior president. That's how he ended up in place. Uh, and then he was about to do this, get the same done. He got exiled from the country, sent to the United States. Um, they lived in New York for a while. And then he got arrested trying to cross the border back into Mexico to start yet another revolution. I believe that was 1918 or 20. And he ended up dying in a prison in Texas. Bob, you gotta, you got to check out the Wikipedia page on this dude. I, I looked it up. His great great grandfather was a bad motherfucker. <laughs> he was a wow. dictator. Right, he was bad. He he helped he helped the, the the Americans come in and and fight somebody else. He he was on the whatever side was corrupt. That's the side he was on. <laughs> that's a little bit of my background. Right. Well, jeez, I don't want to fuck with you. Wow. <laughs> well, I'm an Italian, a Mexican, and Irish, so that means I'm a drunk that hates myself. <laughs> so <laughs> let me wrap my head around that one. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, pretty messed up. Uh, Bob, we've had you for a little over an hour now. Um, let's get a, I want to get a fresh drop from you with all your new information. Um, and I, of course, I want to thank you so much for joining us. It's always a, a blast to have you on. Um, and hopefully we can have you on again soon. Maybe one day even uh, down with us. I want to squish his hair. <laughs> oh, Something might pop out. you got to be careful. Like, um, all right. Well, uh, yeah, that that'd be cool. Thanks for having me on. Always a pleasure. Um, what am I supposed to do? A drop for you guys? Yeah, let's get a fresh drop. Uh, shows the first fifty-two station is RazRadioLive.com. What's, what's the name of the show? The first fifty-two. How do you spell that? Uh, okay, I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> you need to right, have the, a rim shot in it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first fifty-two on uh, Raz Radio, right? Raz Radio Live. Can I do a better job than uh, who, who was that guy who called up last hour? Uh, oh, uh, Buzzard Bob. Yeah, one of our listeners. <laughs> Buzzy, if you're listening, you got a new fan. Uh, does he do a show? No, he doesn't do a show. He's actually a uh, a professional talk show radio listener. So <laughs> he might oh. you might actually get him to call in on your show now that we uh I mean he's heard you before, but Bob, you're gonna have to really or um yeah, Buzzard. His name's Bob. Buzzard, you're gonna have to call Bob's show one night and give him some Please. of your, your wisdom. Please, I'd, I'd love to hear from you. He's he's an over the road truck driver, so he he listens to a lot of talk radio. A lot. You know, the, the two um, biggest listeners of talk radio are truck drivers, and take a guess who the second one is. Um, Me. <laughs> impaired. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, I guess that makes sense. They really can't watch much TV, can they? Well, we have another guy on the station, Blind Lawrence, who, who listens yeah. a tr- to a tremendous amount of radio. And he also does his own show, though, on Fridays. Yeah. And, and he actually runs the board himself and plays all the audio and answers the phones and everything, all on his own. Oh, I got to pee now. Go ahead. Do the job already. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, 
I'm, I'm still going through puberty, so I hope my. <laughs> uh, this is Bob Tuscan. You're listening to Ross Radio on the first 50. Uh, I don't know. What the, what the fuck's this station? <laughs> You're listening to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. Backwards. Uh, on what? RazRadioLive.com. Okay. This is Bob Tuscan. You're listening to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. Excellent. Did I get it right? Yeah, where can we find you? Oh, you can't find me anywhere. <laughs> I was uh, trying to look you up on Twitter. I can't find you on there. I don't have a Twitter account. I do have I have a face a Facebook. What's that? I said that sucks a lot. I'll find really? you on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, you should get a Twitter account. Yeah, you should. Yeah, you should, man. Definitely. You really should. I still don't understand it. It's I don't very get interactive. It. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to get a, a Facebook or a Twitter, I mean, until I got involved with doing radio and stuff, which was about two years ago. Uh, and then I got into it, and it's my primary. I actually do most of my, t- my most of my information sharing through Twitter, but I have it linked to my Facebook, so it, p- it posts to my Facebook. Oh. It's just Twitter kind of flows easier when you're on the go. It's a lot of interaction. Yeah. Well, I'm a hermit. I don't. I don't need interaction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you you walk away from your computer, come back. There's 500 tweets, so you you could either take it or leave it. Yeah, but we didn't get where you where where our listeners can find you at on, on my website. Show. My website's always going to be the place to find me. I'm still contributing at the Intel Hub, but the the hub for me is now the Bob. Well, that's not the hub. Bob Tuscan. No, the Bob Tuscan. T u s k i n dot com. Uh, it's bobtuscan.com. I've moved my show actually from five days a week, which I've done for the past, oh, five plus years, um, to Saturdays. So I'm on right before you. Oh, I, I saw really? that tweeted out. Yeah, I saw a uh, Facebook yeah. out, should I say. Cause oh, that... good. Now I, can, now I can listen. Yeah, I'm on. I, I do three hours on Saturdays from 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, which is brand new. I started tonight. And uh, the show can be streamed on my website, bobtuscan.com. Uh, I do have Facebook. Uh, like you, I, I only set it up once I started doing the show. Actually, I had been doing the show for a while, and, and people kept bugging me, hey, you got Facebook? And I finally gave in and set up a, a Facebook account so people could harass me there. Uh, they can also email me, and they can find me at the local synagogue plotting to uh, create more false <laughs> Wait a minute. You have a show on Saturday night? Yeah, how six could to that? Nine. How could that be? It's not. It's you can't work till after sunset on Saturday night. Oh, that's true. That's true. Well, see, I get around it because you I just have somebody else turn he, on he the He closed the right? blinds. Yeah, <laughs> and also I, the goyim out there who listen to my show, they they collectively uh, help me get get beyond it. I I also take the Jufro and I put a hat on top of it. <laughs> uh, it's it's more like a Jew dread fro at the moment. <laughs> Jew dread fro. I lived Jew in a I, I lived in a uh, partially Hasidic neighborhood in Brooklyn, and uh, Oy vey. right yeah, right around the high holy days. I remember just walking on the block. I know this guy for you know. For, Was everyone high? No, 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 no. You know what I mean. Uh, I used to get high in the high holy days. The guy, That's you know. The, 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 the father, you know, like was, was standing outside, and he saw me walking. I was like, "Hey, Dave! Hey, Dave! Come here!" Right. So he's like, "Hey!" And he like took me around the back, and this, you know, they have the sukkah out, out back where they do their thing, right? The little whatever you call that thing. And he's like, "Can you turn this light on for me?" I was like, "Sure!" And I just flicked the light on because they can't touch it. I mean, it could, it could be on or off, but they yeah. can't touch it. Oh my goodness! They can't even uh, drive. Uh, use the elevator. So yeah. if, if you live in, in New York and you're up on the 40th story, you got a problem. Yeah, you just don't leave your house that day, pretty much. 
Oh, no, you yeah. got to go to synagogue, don't you? Yeah, they walk. No, oh, that's a horrible thing. Anyway, uh, we, we can definitely talk a, a lot of religion maybe next time. I'm not a, I'm an atheist, so I, I don't really... Oh, I'm not religious either. You know. Yeah, I, I I don't really even understand most religions, so it just kind of goes over my head when everybody starts talking. Well, religion it. is a form of mind control in a sense, and has been used by the political agenda by by the um, same interests that are running shit today in the world. The, the political is is pretty much the same as as the the religious, um, and we can go back all the way to the Epic of Gilgamesh and the the creation myth in Babylon and see that. Uh, the gods were created in their image, uh, and it's all, I don't know. I won't, I won't go on a tangent on that. Yet. Yeah, we you can guys that one, right? get rid of me. No, absolutely. Well, we're going to take a break. I got to pee. Dave's got to pee. Um, honey, do you want to say bye to Bob? Bye, Bob. Bye. See ya. Thanks for yeah. having me on, guys. Dave? Thank you. Take it easy, Bob, man. Good, Bob. Having, you, good having you on. And, Bob, I want to thank you yet again. And everybody, make sure you check them out right before our show. Uh, six to nine Saturdays, bobtuscan.com is where you can find them. And, Bob, we will talk to you again soon. I sent you an article to check out, all right, bro? All right, I'll check it out. See you guys. Bye. All right, talk to you later. Later. There goes Bob Tuscan, and uh, guess what we're going to do? We're going to take a break. Pee-pee. So we'll be back soon. Uh, that's not what I meant to play. That's not what I wanted. Let's eject that and try this again. Hey, everybody, this is Buster Bob. You're listening to RazRadioLive.com. And make sure you tune into the first 52 Chemtrail Stimmers, along with In Focus with the Speedy-Eyed Chippy, so we can review with Kevin Harris and make you got to take your pants down to the ladies' room and other great programming with Salty Talking Kitty Kitty. And what's your Twitter handle? See you handle? later, fuckers. And what's your Twitter handle? At Buster Bob. All right, and what's mine? At Shifty. At Shifty SBS, you old trucking fucker. And would it have killed you to tell people that they need to donate, buzzer? Jesus Christ. For knowledge, I've been looking for peace But when I find truth, I seem lost in these beats These government spies keep telling us lies Trying to suppress the truth and cover our eyes Mind over wine, I looked at the system and made that divide Now I am the God, guided by others from the path of the sheep Running with wolves, now let this wolf speak Thank God it's all trapped, and that is a fact they know what we're doing with a touchscreen of map. They poison our food that we feed to a seeds, destroying the world all over green. They take what we need and then they sell it all back. Cause they cause all these droughts and the prices get jacked. But then they say, go ahead and buy the new hat. It's control that it's worse, but we let them do that. Can someone please tell me why I waited so long? Searching for this feeling too long All that I know is I'm looking for true love like in a song I need you to take me away, take me away from it all Can someone please tell me why I waited so long I've been searching 
What's up, everybody? This is Frank Castle from Heist Click, and you're listening to me on the first 52. Let me go waiting inside of the light. Hoping this world would change. Not sleep with no red light. 
Fun portion of the first 52 now. A little different fun music for us. And you guys are listening to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. You want to join us? 941-421-0401. Give us a holler. So you guys ready to have some fun? No. No? I'm cranky. Oh, now you're cranky? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't smoke. <laughs> oh. I... I, I probably fix that. No, I couldn't really do that. We don't have that stuff here. Right, right, right. <laughs> Alright, so we're going to have a little fun, obviously. Honey, you ready for some fun? I'm ready. You've been so quiet tonight. I usually am the past couple of weeks, haven't I? Though? Yeah, you have been. Has Dave and I been overpowering you, powering with you? Well, let's try that in English. Has Dave and I been overpowering you with just too much craziness? Probably. <laughs> now she, also, now she's got her own show to vent on. Yeah, she does. Yeah, don't forget, guys. Uh, well, what's going to be every other week? It'll be a bi-weekly affair. Bi-weekly, Aww. a natural affair. Really? For the moment. Until we can convince Michelle that she needs to do it more oh, often. I'll have to call her. Hey, all relationships have to go on their, you know, Their courses, stages. yes. They must follow their courses. I want more a natural affair. <laughs> it went over well. I enjoyed it. If you guys haven't checked it out yet, it's definitely a show worth checking out. The ladies get together. Uh... Agent 66 and Lexi get together and uh, just try to tell you how to take care of yourself. <laughs> so now she's going to get boisterous. There's music going. <laughs> Can't help it. So yeah, we're going to have fun. Uh, we'll probably still talk a few topics. I don't know. Uh, honey, you might have to lead this one to make it fun because, you know, Dave and I bring down the party all the time. What are you talking about? I don't know. Who wants to have fun with us? Come on. Somebody give us a call. Let's have some fun. We want to wind down for the night, Bob. It's your uh, show. You guys talk about what you want. <laughs> well, we could keep going serious then, you know. I, I could go back and put some scary music on or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm going to pull up an article here. If you know, nobody wants to have fun, I can I can continue with the with <laughs> Nobody the wants to have fun, I'll continue. Yeah, I, Is that what you I, just said? I can said? continue with, with it, yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to continue? I can Do you continue. consider yourself an unfun person? Yeah, I, well, yeah, for the most part, I think I am unfun. Is, are you speaking for Dave as well? Yeah, Dave's definitely unfun. I am. 
<laughs> At least you can admit you it, just, though. You just, like, nodded in agreement. Yep. Oh, you had fun today, Dave. We can't make no, you I'm, totally I'm unfun. But, but when, I'm, when I'm on the topic, you know, when I'm on the show, which is my only outlet, I, uh, I am not fun. With an outlet. Except if there's cask something scotch. <laughs> then I start beatboxing. Yeah, no beatboxing tonight. We didn't get you drunk enough. Um, I, but, go ahead. That was by design. I didn't want to be too drunk tonight. Yeah, no, we all kind of kept our levels pretty good. Yeah, I'm trying to think here what uh, what I can talk about that's that's fun. I mean, all I I don't really know many fun things. I don't know what I, fun I don't, is. I don't know what fun is, right? I, really <laughs> I mean, we're gonna go to the beach tomorrow. I guess that'll be fun. Oh, how about the party? Mm, the party. I'm making reservations for that tomorrow evening. Yes, yes, so I'll yes. be calling them a peeps. There's gonna be a, a nice little raz party. Let them know about our little party line i'm excited we may we may broadcast it live possibly that saturday night well it's so remote it's literally on this little stretch of land out in the middle of the gulf um and my only concern is that there won't be any inter- internet connection Aww. yeah we'll find out tomorrow we'll we'll know if uh there'll be a show that night or not if yeah. not i'll probably put a good best of together though yeah that would be nice. Maybe we'll put Wouldn't be the same as, you know... Live. I, I know <laughs> yeah. Buzzard would yell at me for that one. We could just say, hey, look, cops suck, you know, country's fucked, <laughs> president's an asshole, and, you know, we could just say that over and over again, and th- there's your best of. Well, I'll tell you what, though. If there is internet at this location, uh, we will be you streaming it also. You know what we could do? Oh, my. We could pull a shifty <laughs> and actually do the show prior and just run it. We could do that, I guess, but that eh. that takes too much thought. <laughs> yeah, that's that's too much work. I'd rather just do a best of or do a live. I like live shows. Yeah, I do fuck like, it, let's do it live. Fuck it, let's do it live. <laughs> I like the interaction. I like the live. I, I like I like the, the the fact that I you know you're on point. You know, none of this. Oh shit! All right, stop the tape and let me go do that over again. Yeah, yeah. You have to be right there, ready to go at all right. times to, to make sure the conversation flows. So I you can't even plan talk- to stream it. Oh, yeah. I'm going to use stream oh, it. Oh, man. It's going to be fun. <laughs> Somebody's going to see some boobies. Yeah, they will. <laughs> It'll definitely be worth watching and listening to. That's for sure. I got to see boobies on uh, Furza's show. Oh, lucky <laughs> you. Boobies. Yeah. Oh, now we're going to talk about boobies? Sure. <laughs> sure, he says. Sure. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm trying to think what... Look at you guys struggling. I know. I'm trying to, not to. I've to got try I'm to stay try, on a fun. I'm trying subject really now. hard. Look at me. We're not fun. We, we're well, not. we are fun, but well, not, so, not. well, Dave's not even really trying. He's just sitting there, like, no, we're just not fun. I, <laughs> I, I, uh, hey, I'm not hey. really sure what to tell you right now. I know I'm the doing, truth. I'm doing something. And Sean's like searching in his mind, looking at the ceiling, looking at the wall, like, oh crap, what do I do? <laughs> I no, I look around and all I see is all I see is conspiracy books. Uh, a Gadsden flag, the Twin Towers. <laughs> right. I mean, what the fuck am I? Right. What am I supposed to talk about? It's, it's surrounded. It, there's a smaller version of the Twin yeah, Towers the over Twin there. Twin Towers above me over here. You know, there's. It's all over the place. That my, it's my, just my. hard to have. This fun. is why I have and, to organize a get together in the first place, so I can surround myself <laughs> with people that don't have to think about what fun actually is. Here's somebody. They here, just do it. Here's somebody who knows how to. <laughs> here's somebody who knows how to have fun. You know, she likes to strap people down, and take uh, blood. No, I'm kidding. Oh, sweetheart. Oh, oh <laughs> come on. Come on. <laughs> Click. <laughs> Hi, Jen. Are you going to call me a Nazi again? <laughs> Please. <laughs> I never called you a Nazi, sweetheart. We didn't call you a Nazi. We just compared you to the Nazis. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. Take it back. I'm compared sure. Compared to you. 
<laughs> I'm sure Jen can get us into a fun mood. So what you got, sweetie? Nothing. I just wanted to call back on a lighter note and not talk about um, strapping people down and taking their blood from them. Stabbing them with that needle. Come on. <laughs> All right. Well, it's who, who, fun. Could, who could say phlebotomist five times fast? Phlebotomist, phlebotomist. There you go. Phlebotomist, 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 phlebotomist. There you go. All right. You're not Everybody even saying you're like putting R's in there. And <laughs> I'm making up my Hold on. Can, wait, can you do it, Jen? I don't know. Phlebotomist, 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 phlebotomist. Well, I guess that's pretty good, huh? That's not fair. You're not drinking, and I know it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm sober because I can't. Yeah, it would be bad if I showed up at the police station to draw blood. And I'm For a DUI. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Probably it's... not a good idea. Yeah, I got the needle here. Hold still. Let me see your arm. And it's only, yeah. it's only 8.30 where she is. Ooh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's still kind of light outside. Oh, no, it's dark here. But, you know, the, on, a funny, on a funny thing about that is that um, a lot of times, because it costs money to book people into the main jail, so they'll release people. Like, they'll book them in the police station, and then they'll release them, and they get to call for a ride. And several times, people will show up at, this, at the police station to pick up the person drunk. <laughs> How many times do they arrest that person? So then they, and then they get arrested for DUI. Unreal. They drove there. Unreal. Yeah, that's a that's a. I mean, that's just stupidity on their part for the start. But um, yeah, and then that's just. I, one time I drew this girl that she got arrested. I drew her blood. They released her. They cited her out. Her sister picked her up. Her sister took her because they didn't tow her car. They were being nice. Her sister took her to her car. She got in her car, drove again, and the same cop arrested her again. I drew her like forty-five minutes apart. <laughs> oh my god! No, well, that's just freaking stupidity. She deserved yeah. that. I mean, yeah, she went to jail after that. <laughs> well, I'd have to believe. Why, why does she deserve that? What crime do you commit if you drink and drive? Well, it's currently a law, and you've already well, no, gotten right, busted so, by it and gotten so through it. We already. Hey, I've got a DUI before, so right, so we we we've already agreed that there are definitely some unjust laws. All right. So what right. crime? What crime are you committing? Who who's the victim? No victim, no crime. I right, agree. Who's the victim when you drink and drive? Nobody. Right, it's only until you crash that there's right? a victim. But right. yet, we've already known that you know that uh, texting and driving or calling on the phone while driving is just distracting. Fucking with the radios is just distracting. Eating your burger while you're driving, right. or your taco, it's being sleepy. But you know what? I think I think what's more dangerous than alcohol and driving is all the prescription drugs that people take. I would have to agree with if that. You're drunk. You're 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 still. I mean, unless you're just really freaking plastered. Right. Yeah. That. At least you're you're awake, you're conscious, you're you're aware of your surroundings. But the people on all these prescription drugs, they can't even keep their eyes open. It's just they, they you'll they'll be talking and they'll just fall asleep. Right. So I I think those that is more of a danger than alcohol is. Hey, it's, and people think because they have a prescription for it that it's okay. Well, they saw but, their legal drug dealer, so it's okay. Right. Hey. Yeah, and they're just not taking like one little Vicodin for, you know, pain or whatever. They're taking Soma and Xanax and Oxycontin and all these different, like, five different combinations of drugs, and they can't even see straight. It's just, it's unbelievable. Wait, hold on a second. <laughs> when you take blood, uh, do do they just test for um, alcohol content, or do they actually test... For some of the other things, like that you just had mentioned, the somas, the uh, oxycontin, marijuana. No, 
they'll, yeah, they can test for everything. If they, it just depends what they suspect. If they just pull you over and you're drunk, then they'll do an alcohol screen. But if they suspect that, you know, when they do their field sobriety test, if they suspect that you're on other, that you're on any type of drugs, they'll, they'll do a drug screen on you also. Hmm. Amazing. Huh, well, it's your job and, and you got to do it. Mm-hmm. Do yeah. they screen for psilocybin, which uh, is mushrooms? No, I don't know. I don't think they, I mean, they can. I mean, they can test for anything. Like, you know, right now the bath salts are really popular and, um, you know, people are all crazed out on mollies and all those different things. So you can test for anything. Like one night this guy was all crazed out from huffing a bunch of paint and we were actually able to, to narrow down the chemicals that were in his bloodstream from the paint. Because you could be under the influence of anything. It doesn't have to specifically be um, like marijuana or alcohol or cocaine or whatever. I mean, if you if you have some kind of chemical in your system and you're acting crazy with it, you can be charged with it. That's unreal. Any chemical you're saying, even if it's well, alcohol is well, alcohol is a legal chemical too. That's that's yeah, that's uh, well. It just shows you the extreme, and I'm not, honey. You understand? We're not. We 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 weren't. And Bob wasn't trying to insult you either. We just. It was skin biscuits. Oh, was it skin biscuits? He's, that the, he's, the, he's the one that's always turning up the heat. He's the heat getter. <laughs> that's 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 his. That's his job. That's his job. <laughs> Get everybody a little riled up. So just understand that. No, we, I don't take. I don't take offense to any of it. Like I said, I I um I see both sides of it, and a lot of, and some a lot of the stuff I do see, I don't agree with it. And I really, sometimes I really feel bad for some of the people that you know are in that situation because I know it's a it's a mistake. I mean, all of us have been in that spot. You know, I I'm guilty of it too. So, but sometimes it really, probably more of when children are involved, that's when I get pissed because you shouldn't be putting your children's life in danger like that. But there are people out there that do it. So. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's, there's, uh, and again, though, if we look at the, I'll bet you a majority of those people that you find with the kid in the car while they're driving extremely intoxicated, I'm willing to put money on it that they're probably on either some kind of pharmaceutical or some kind of, um, severe chemical drug, meaning like, uh, meth or, or something along those lines. Here we go again. The, everybody's on a pharmaceutical. Well, every, 70% <laughs> of the country is on know. pharmaceuticals. Right. That doesn't mean well, it's... A, yeah. I, I'm on a pharmaceutical, but I, I'm on blood pressure medication. Does it make you loopy every once in a while? No, I've, never. 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 Well, you're lucky. My grandma gets loopy off hers. Maybe she's taking too many. Maybe she doesn't know the right thing. I, I'm there actually, you go. I'm, I'm actually pretty uh, aware of what my prescription dose is. <laughs> go ahead, Jim. What were you going to say? I don't, I think it's just people not thinking. Like you do get the people that are just, they are at a barbecue and they have some beers and they might not even be that over the limit, but they happen to crash and then their kids are hurt. And once you, once, if you have anything in your system and you crash, you're automatically getting charged with a felony. So. Yeah. So, so if if I crash my car, kill my kid and they do, they draw blood and they find out I have marijuana in my blood. Meanwhile, I smoked the day before. I get charged with a felony. Now, that is a really hard case because, like, that, alcohol, you could put a limit on an alcohol. So the, the legal limit is 0.08. And 
if you that's what the law has determined that if you have that you're over the limit you shouldn't be driving now marijuana they, you can determine what the level is of that is in their system no you can't not if you're if you're if you're a medicinal user let's say in the state of california but and you smoke every day thinking, go ahead John. okay so when somebody say you you crashed and you killed somebody because i just had a case like this a couple years ago and he had smoked, and his levels were low, but they're saying because it was in his system, that's what they were trying to get him on. But here's the thing. If you do smoke a lot of weed, your tolerance is going to be higher. And if somebody that just took a couple of hits could have that same amount of marijuana in the system as somebody that smoked two weeks ago. It's very hard to pinpoint if they're intoxicated, if they're feeling the effects of the marijuana or not. So in this case, this guy was driving and he wrecked and he killed somebody. So they were going for for the full charges on him. I mean, they were getting vehicular manslaughter, and the only thing he had in the system was marijuana. And they they didn't get a conviction; it was overturned because you can't you can't say when somebody's in feeling the effects of the marijuana. It's really hard to prosecute somebody on just marijuana alone. Unless it's possession. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I agree with you 100% because, I mean, not for nothing. I'm a, you know, high functioning pot smoker. So, you know. And I am not. I, I smoke a lot of pot, you know, let's be honest. So. It, it goes back to when you, what the officer is going to put in the report also, your driving patterns. So if they pull you over because you're swerving and you're doing all this and the only thing you have in your system is marijuana, the jury could put together, okay, well, he was feeling the effects of the marijuana, not based on the levels. Because right. if, you Just... take a jury that, if you take a jury and you put them on there, and it, you know, not everybody understands the, the scientific part of, of levels and that type of thing. Right. But if you get an officer on the stand saying, well, I saw this, they drove up on the curb, they were swerving all over the place, they almost hit another car and they have marijuana in their system, the jury's going to say, okay, he's intoxicated. Most pot smokers don't swerve up on the car and do all that, or swerve right. up on the curb oh, and yeah. do all that, because they usually are stuck on the couch eating freaking tacos or something. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest yeah. here. <laughs> well, you know, there are certain high-function pot smokers that actually do well while they drive out, out in the real world. Oh, um, but Ooh, I could tell you stories. I'm sure. <laughs> um, oh, God. See, this is what happens when I smoke pot. I totally derail myself. You and I can't smoking pot. I did. I only hit it, took one hit, allegedly. <laughs> Again, I'm the low-functioning pot smoker. Very low-functioning. <laughs> oh, Dave. Stupid. Not to mention I'm watching Saturday Night Live. And well, stop watching Saturday Night Live. We're doing a radio and, show and, here. And petting your cat. <laughs> Poor Dave. Leave my pussy alone and stop watching Saturday Night Live. I got both of them here. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so, Jen, you whoa, ready for something? sounds like that. Now it sounds like somebody's having some fun over there. <laughs> yeah, him and his four toes. <sighs> uh-huh. <laughs> yes, he, 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 that was the first thing he showed me the other night on the show, was his four toes. Yeah, he likes shoe to show off and get right in the camera. He likes to show them off, so yeah. Well, I, I Mikey, just, you should have saw Mikey the first time he saw him. What did he do, Dave? I forget the whole... I remember he was just like... Well, it wasn't that. Is when I showed up... The, when I walked into the house the next time, like six weeks later, he was like, hey, can I see your toe? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. Right? <laughs> it was the first thing he said. Hey, can I see your toe again? 
Yeah, he's he's an That's inquisitive. What you have to love about kids is because they're so innocent and they they don't mean anything by it. They just want to see your cool toes, right, <laughs> or lack thereof. Dave probably doesn't go. remember this, but the last time he was down and got shit faced on the cask thing, and we were trying to move him from the one couch to the bedroom so he could sleep, he ended up we got him up from the long couch, and then he kind of like collapsed on the love seat, and he put his feet up on the arm of the love seat. And Ferris and I are like standing there, like staring at him, like, dude, that you didn't walk very far. You have to go all the way down the hallway to the bedroom. And he's like, no, I'm good here. So I started like fingering his toe hole. <laughs> and Ferris was like, that's some fucked up shit. Just to, just to give you, an, just to give you an idea, or to, paint, to paint a picture here. It's not just the toe that's gone. It's the fifth metatarsal. So not only do, is the toe gone, but I have, I don't know, like a four-inch incision scar. And it's just really nasty looking. I can't believe she touched it. I don't even like touching it. <laughs> I, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I fingered it. There's like a toe hole there. <laughs> there is. <laughs> a toe hole. A toe hole. Oh, well, goodness. you know, it's, it's kind of weird if Ferris thinks it's, yeah, when I showed you my toe yesterday, uh, uh, Wednesday, just think of what Ferris was going through because it was right next to his face. I just like picked it. Up. Was. Yeah. <laughs> he was. He didn't even look. He was pretending it wasn't happening. He just turned his head and looked the other way. Well, so, Jen, I don't know if you were following Dave back when he was in the hospital. Uh, when he, I think oh. it was when you fall fell on your head. No, was, no. or was it when one you had your toe taken off? One of those. One of the because I was in the hospital four different times for this toe thing. Right. It was one of the times. So he's in there, and he's like, man, you think my toe is bad? And the person next to him had Ugh. their foot on, like, underneath the, the you know, this curtain divides the beds There's in a no room. There's no forgetting this picture. And this toe was, Ugh. like... No, not this, the toe, the entire the, the fucking foot. was, foot. like, this gnarled-looking, like, creature thing sticking <laughs> yeah. underneath the, sh the, the, the dividing human. blanket. Right. The, the, the <laughs> no foot way. itself had, like, uh, sores or legions on it. It looked... And big, it, nasty nails. Right. And the, and the nails were probably... Pointy half inch long each and like yell oh. like it was the oh. most it was the nastiest oh. thing and I, I i took a picture of, it was january i remember it was january because I, I still had cell service and i was taking picture of him posting on facebook because it scared the shit out of me and i don't get freaked I out all the like often. cut it off i don't need my foot that bad <laughs> I, know, right? I told the nurses too i was like hey could you get rid of this guy next door because because he like he, you know drapes his foot over because it oh. i feel bad because it feels it, it feels better for him to, to keep the foot off the side of the bed but i could see it <laughs> well, why didn't they have a curtain in between you guys why yeah. didn't you just pull the curtain? it didn't go all the way no, down the, yeah the curtains don't go all the way down Oh, he could just mm. see the feet. Right, all I saw, like Ugh. from the ankle down, dangling there. <laughs> what it does the rest purpose? of him look like? Does it look like that? Get him away from me! <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> disgusting! <laughs> oh goodness, that's pretty bad. That is pretty bad. Uh, so, are you excited for September? I am very excited. I can't wait. It's going to be. It's just. It's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. I, I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, there's certain people that'll be there. You all know who you are. Um, and we're just going to have a lovely time. Maybe if this one goes over well, maybe next year we can do even a bigger one. You know, pre-reserve and, and sell we'll some tickets to, or something. Well, I can talk to Will and some of the other owners. <laughs> See if we can rent out the rest of the place. Yeah. Rent the whole freaking place. Jen, wait till you, have you seen pictures of this place online yet? 
Oh, well, I'll have Lexi send you a link to it so you can get an idea where it's going to be. It's just beautiful. Looks, there the, the whole, the building's there, and then the deck ends at a rock wall, like a natural rock rock wall that goes down to the beach. And there's like this big long dock that you walk out and go down the steps to get on the beach. And it's just, it's literally, you could spit and hit the water, the Gulf of Mexico, from the dock of this of the of the part of the place we're staying at. Well, I, I can't wait. It's going to be nice. I'm going to book my ticket next week, and I'll be ready to go. Sweet. I know we're excited. Yeah, we're real excited. All right, sweetie, you got anything else? No, nope, I think that's it. You guys have a great night. You too. Thanks for giving us a holler. All right. No problem. Talk to See you, you later. Soon. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, sweetie. Bye. That was Miss Jenny. It was nice to have her give us a holler. I think that's the first, uh, well, sec- second, I guess, two in one night. Uh, phone calls to the first 52 from Jenny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, informative both times. Yes, always. Always informative. Great and... caller. Great caller. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! And uh, let's see here. We got, what, about uh, seven minutes left. What can we do? What can you do? Oh, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm just like really enjoying my head right now. You're enjoying your my head? headspace, I should say. Oh, how about we do this? <clears throat> I'm in a good place. I'm going to throw in an extra song. Are you high on life, Dave? No, I'm going to have a couple beers, a little bit of herbage, and you I am... petting your pussy? Uh, no, I stopped, actually. Oh, you stopped? My hand hurt. <laughs> There's an excuse. So why don't I do this? I'm going to throw in a little extra song, and uh, I think we'll wrap it up. How's that sound? I'm gonna do this oh, for skin. Hold, oh yeah, skin bits. Skin biscuits is gonna bitch that we closed early. Well, I'm doing a song for he's him go, so he can't bitch. How's gonna, that? He's sound? gonna want us to go back on. No, we're not gonna go back on. I'm putting a song on just for him. They're actually gonna have a three-hour, complete three-hour show tonight with the outro and everything. That's so crazy. Skin, this is this is um, your song that you wanted to dedicate to Jenny. So, oh boy, I got it all lined up for you. This is going to be fun. Guys, it's been the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. I want to thank Bob Tuscan yet again for joining us. Make I sure you check him. him out, BobTuscan.com. I do want to squish his hair. You looked at me like really not nicely no, when I said you that. No, squish his hair as long as I he doesn't squish mind. it. Right, no, well. but I would if I met him in I can person. See the first time I would inherently be like, hey, Bob. <laughs> she won't shake his hand. She'll grab his hair. I can just see it now. I'm a hair person. I, well, know. I know you're, you used to be a hairstylist, so that makes sense. Yeah, but I've literally like licked my hand and pet people's hair before. Like the people that have the silky 80s did band hair. Did you really hair. have to lick it? Yeah. Why? It's 80s hair band hair. Why you, did you have to lick it? Because that's what you do to 80s hair band hair. You lick it? You lick your hand and then you pet their hair. I'm the master debater. <laughs> I won't do that to Bob because he has Jufro. <laughs> That's really nice. Bob, you have Jufro, my wife says. So uh, I hope you come back on That's our show racist. again. That's <laughs> racist. I hope you'll come visit us again one day now that she's made that comment. <laughs> so <laughs> He knows it. <laughs> so you know, uh, One was... day, Bob Tuscan and I are going to sing Soul Glow together. <laughs> <laughs> You know, as he was talking about the uh, the Drew Garabo show, right. right? Again, I rarely listen to the show, and it's possible because I heard some guy called Garabo about the book. It might have been that might. Have then, been. It was the same day as the Spice I know, one because that that's one of the one, well, of, the days one of the days you're driving around, right? And I didn't have shit in my truck, so I was listening to the radio. And uh, I, well, as he was saying, I was like, "God damn it, it sounds familiar," but I don't. I, I maybe I shut it off at one point, but I do remember some dudes talking about the book, and then later, you know, I don't know if it was later that day. Then I remember him. Tuscan calling, talking to Spice. I actually totally, I was on my way to Ben's house. 
Well, Tusk, that's one thing Bob does, and, and uh, he bombs all shows all over the country. I mean, that's just what he does. He calls and tries to get the information out. I love that idea of uh, calling a police show. Not, you know what? When I go home, I'm going to try to find a police find show. Him. Yeah, it's like, that's, a good, that's a good hobby to have. Calling the cops. Yep. That would be fun. Well, here you go there, Mr. Wait, hold on. What did you say? Take a break and come back. Oh, no, we can't, Bob, uh, Josh. <laughs> oh, no, we can't. <laughs> he said take a break and come back. No, he, we, yes, you can. Yes, I can. <laughs> we're all out of it, actually. I think we're out of content. I, I, I'm well, no, we're not out of content, but we don't want to get serious from this point. No, well, I'm high because there's no way I'm going to be serious from this point on. So, uh, But I, I just, well, unless we're going to play music or. Hey, will you so, beatbox for us? No. No, no, no. You're not that messed up then. Maybe, no, not at all. Maybe in like 15 minutes. No, we're now? almost out of beer, so. Absolutely not. We couldn't not. get enough beer in the beatbox. No, right. no, so. no mas. Let's try this again. You guys have been listening to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. I want to thank Bob Tuscan from uh, BobTuscan.com for joining us. Anybody else have anything else they want to say? All right, good. That's what I was hoping. <laughs> We're going to leave with... Uh, Couldn't think fast enough of for course, something to throw in there. Uh, here he goes, see? Yeah, the wittiness well, gone. Hey, man, you you invited it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Some Frank Castle for you. I'll talk to you soon. Love you. Peace. That's not Frank Castle. That's not Frank Castle. Oh, I know why that is. Hold on. See that? Put, put, That's how put together the, we put are. Put the song to make Jenny feel better. Jenny? I don't... Whoa, uh, oh, so, I already sh- played... Sh- I just sh- played that. Sh- sh- Spanish fly. Oh, Spanish fly. All right, here, I'll throw that in, too, for you guys, since we are signing off. Only two minutes early now, since uh, we uh, got extended. But I'll throw Spanish fly in at the very end for Jenny. I'm going to play smooth operator for Dave. Good night, guys. What the F? You suck at this. I do suck at this. You'd think I'd been, you know, just started. Hey, there she is. She wants to put America in
You've already touched me once. You touched me. No, you liar. Let me tell you. Investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense A weapon in a war against ourselves The setting sun is loading guns Don't be afraid of mistakes Emotions misplaced To love or to hate I don't know what to do We're all lost and confused Just trying to get through this world always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes but it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace when i'm trying to be real they tend to be fake when i'm risking it all with no time to waste fuck this red race i'm leaving this place it's time to blast Destinations fade With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful, the silent With the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow of the unknown Please don't go And I don't know how I got here Or how I'm getting home But right from day one I've been in this alone With odds stacked against I've been drowning in stress They said can you take more an old man once told me, Allie, don't ever look back. Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death. This is a test, just a frequency check for intelligent life. Now it's time to connect. It's an SOS, the death's been sent. So now we just wait. With the sunset hung behind us In the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful asylum And the light shone from a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the
you guys so much. Thanks. The first 52 is the bump diggity. She cries, wipe the tears from my eyes Making sure that they dry my mind Collect the sky, just for my Spanish fly I gotta hit the road and kiss those lips goodbye An obsession with the power, getting texts every hour Honey needs my home, taking care of a flower Make a move right, keep it warm every night But you see my first love, be the one with the mic I get her screaming my name, singing my name in the shower She calls me up after hours Cause you know she can't wait